welcome to the Broken Point of View podcast. I'm your host, Joe. I'm here with my good friends, Brian. hey And so, what's going on? Brian called me a dick. But before we get to that, <laughs> before Damn. we get to that, we're Coming actually going to get into a bunch of other topics. We're actually going to start off with some news about the new CEO of DC. We're also going to discuss the leaving of the former CEO. We're going to talk about with Doctor Who going to Disney+. Plus. We're going to talk about James Cameron being an asshole, <laughs> and then we're going to get to the meat of it where we're going to talk about She-Hulk, we're going to get into Andor on Disney+, Plus, and we're going to close it off with Black Adam. Woo! Hey, let's go. So, really quick, Disney made a big, huge deal with BBC, and now they are going to be able to stream Doctor Who. Yeah, I was actually really surprised when I saw the news to that. Wait. Um, I'm kind of surprised that none of the other like uh, subscription services, uh, they all just kind of fumbled Doctor Who around. And and for a while, it was only on, what, HBO? No, actually, it was on, at first, originally, it was on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I remember that. That's when I got into Doctor Who. That's where I watched all of it up until Smith ended, and then they went to Amazon Prime. Yes, which is why I got Amazon I, Prime. <laughs> and I started watching it. I started to continue watching it there, and I actually saw half of Capaldi there. Yeah. And then it left there. It left, yeah. Where did it go to after that? BBC only. Really? BBC had the rice with only, and then that's so weird. Because like, yeah, and then my cable company stopped carrying BBC. BBC. Yeah. So I couldn't watch it at all. Yeah, and it was weird that like no one really like went after the streaming rights, and it just seemed kind of weird to me. Um, I Disney... think BBC held on to it because I think they're trying to get their own streaming platform going. Ah, uh, but that doesn't make sense. Because they do have one in Europe. I just think that, don't think they were able to get it going worldwide. Because I know some of their other shows are on like Netflix and stuff. Yeah, I know like um uh the, what's the something at Abbey Abbey Road. Not Downtown Abbey. Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That yeah. actually, I think, is on other streaming services. See, I think that's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like honestly, they're okay with other like uh, companies buying the the rights. But, but Doctor Who is a big thing for the British and BBC. I think that they want it to be their flagship. If it's anywhere else, is it still their flagship though? I feel like it is because I don't know very many other British shows. I mean, I don't know. I because like I definitely feel like the fandom has fallen or it's not as active anyway well again like a lot of the american fandom has fallen because yeah. there's nowhere really to watch it yeah. unless you're doing the whole like i'm pretending my ip dress in europe yeah, yeah, so yeah. i can actually watch this maybe so this is a generational type of thing too this is some show that if you didn't catch it at the very beginning you only heard about because somebody else told you about it and somebody else told you about it and you used an actor from um what was it? he was in harry potter the david Tennant guy right david Tennant was in harry potter he was the death eater no, uh, he was a Death Eater, but yeah. he was um, the guy pretending to be uh, Professor Moody. Right. Yeah. So then people recognize him from Harry Potter. They followed him, found out, oh, he was he was a doctor, and then they go and start rewatching Doctor Who and try to find somewhere to watch it because, as we know, it got hard. It got hard yeah. To watch and keep up. I'm, I am surprised though that Disney was the one to do it. Um, I would have thought Amazon would be the one for sure. Again, or you know HBO even, I guess. But yeah, definitely not Disney. And the new series coming out, or the new season, sorry, not series, but the new season for it coming out, like, they did a big reveal. I saw the trailer for it, and they show that Tennant's coming back as a doctor. I love how he's always just willing to jump in. Dude, I love that guy yeah, so much because of so, it. Like, yeah, he's just so he's, great. He's definitely a fan favorite. Like, yeah. 100% oh, no, he's, fan favorite. Yeah, and that's definitely. And that's the people that are show writing that yeah. that show know he's a fan favorite. They're like, hey, if we bring him back, we'll get more viewers he's again. He's my favorite doctor, for well, sure. Well, the big thing is, like, I, I don't know if you ever heard about this. I don't know how, which oh, doctor oh. number I like, but there's one that I really like, and it wasn't David Tennant. Uh, what? Matt Smith? Yeah, it was Matt Smith. Matt Smith, that's the one. Matt Smith's really good. Hello, that's my favorite Matt Smith is really good, too, but Tennant... 
me, it goes Tennant, Eccleston, Smith. I agree. Completely agree with Joe. Yeah. I have to look up who Eccleston is. Oh, uh, he was like the one right before Tennant. He was the one who brought it all back. Yeah, it was when they. Yeah, it was when they brought back Doctor Who. Um, but it, I think they are even redoing the logo. For you like him? Doctor Who? I just looked him up on the website. You like that? Wow, doctor? You that Doctor not? was great. Yeah, you did really? not. He was fantastic. The ninth Doctor. <laughs> the ninth oh, Doctor. Dear God, the fact that you both laughed at. What? Okay, I'm out of the loop on oh, that. Oh man, it's okay to be wrong, right? <laughs> I didn't. No, I just. I don't you know. know. What's funny. Wow, we found the one show Brian hasn't watched that we both watch. I know, right? Normally it's the other way around. Okay, so we'll no. out of the loop. Okay, no, you got to remember when I watch things, it's a binge. So if I binge Doctor Who, I binge it a while ago. It went in the ear, out the ear. I can say I watched it. Ask me who this doctor that and who played who and what. No, I'm gone. Like no, I have to freaking IMDb that. I'd be like, wait, there was this one doctor I like. Let me find him and then I'll tell you. And that's not the one I was looking at. So you guys keep talking. I'm gonna find the one that I like. <laughs> it's Matt Smith. This is the guy it's from Matt Game Smith, of Thrones. Yeah. There's one more that I like. Capaldi, the old man. No, Jodie a- Fisher. No. We me, ran through all of them. Yeah, that's it. Hold on. I was talking about the new guy, uh, Cuddy. Uh, I can't remember. I was that's what Ryan's talking about. But he hasn't even started. He hasn't even had one episode yet. I mean, we ran, unless you're talking about the old school original Doctors, I don't know what else you're talking about. But I am glad they're bringing back Donna. Um, I love the fact that they're bringing back Donna. I mean, I would also like to see um, the first companion that Eccleston had, um, Billy Piper. Rose. Yeah. I was blanking on her name. I'm like, it's a flower name. <laughs> I was going to say Lily, but that's not it. Also known as Bad Wolf. No, I, I loved her. Like she was like probably my favorite companion. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm probably gonna start binging Doctor Who once I have some time. Get through the seasons I didn't watch. No, definitely. I gotta finish Capaldi's run. I would love to see how that ended. I want to see Jodie yeah. Fisher's run too. I want to see how she did because I heard she was good. Does this uh, posit Doctor Who for a revival? I'm an American revival. I really do think so. I mean, it's gonna be on Disney Plus, a wide yes. platform. It's yeah. gonna be huge. Uh, they're bringing in the first black doctor. Yeah. Uh, he's a known homosexual. He also was on a show on Netflix called Sex Education. That was one of my favorite shows, by the way. And when I watched it and I saw him come into the show, he stole the scene sometimes. Really? From the oh. main actor. Like, what? And that's when I caught him. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, you're good. Like, okay. you stole the show from the main character. And he was a, and he was supporting. He was a supporting character. Oh, really that's good. even better. He yeah. had an accent and everything. Like, he killed his role uh, in sex education so when I saw him come out in Doctor Who I was like no fucking way good for you bro cause that is well deserved like cool. I'm glad somebody recognizes talent outside of sex education cause so I'm really excited like I'm, I'm excited looking forward to it now no, same here. And the fact that they're bringing in no Patrick Harris, it looks like, for the Doctor Who. Oh, Like, once he came through, I was like, oh, that's it. That's they it. cannot get any more caliber of people yeah. in this show. But that's what and I'm like, saying. They're really trying. They're really going for uh, to bring this back. No lie. Like, I always thought no Patrick Harris would make a great character in Doctor Who. I didn't want him to be the Doctor. I always thought he'd yeah. be great as the Master, which is what they're doing. Looks like they're doing. They haven't said for especially, but yeah. him as a Master would be perfect. But I always thought a great American doctor, if they ever like change it up, Ethan oh. Fillon. Oh Billen. my god, oh, dude! How great would he be? Oh my god, the fact I knew that guy's He's name. So old. He would <laughs> definitely be a great one. <sighs> well, that's what they're doing about the doctor, dude. Yeah, like, it's true. Capaldi. Capaldi was way older yeah, than he is. True. Very true. Very and true. And he like, ran like three, four seasons. I would love to see Nathan Fillion as a doctor. As a doctor, would be perfect. Or even like as like another Jack Harkness. Oh my god! <laughs> as like another Captain Jack. Did that'd be great. Bring back Jack Harkness <laughs> after I... the allegations. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? He was inappropriate on set <laughs> Ooh. with other men. 
On which show? Doctor Who. Really? Yeah. And they even gave his own show with Torchwood. Uh, yeah, no, it was. I think it was that. And then they also got mad at him for like spoiling that he was gonna be on the fiftieth or something like that. And then like they axed his role completely. If he put such black, uh, bad blood out there, I doubt he's gonna come back. Yeah, but he's like, I would love to see him back. Like, I would too. Know. I mean, I loved him on Arrow. Like that was. Dude, he, I was so happy when I saw him in Arrow. I was like, what? Agreed. But yeah, so Disney Plus making great, great moves. On to another company making some not okay moves into great moves. HBO Max has announced that the CEO of DC Films is stepping down. And they actually brought in James Gunn to showrun the entire thing. So... That deserves a clap. clap. This has, like, a lot of ramifications, obviously. Because the... What's his name? The one that just left? Uh, Ryan, you had that pulled up. I'm sorry. Uh, It was Greg um, something... The guy who stepped down? Yes. Yeah. No, the guy who stepped down, his name was Walter Hamada. Yes. I was way wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Joe's right, sure Joe. a, bit, a rich right, white guy. So Jeez, Walter Joe. Hamada was basically okay with continuing. So he wanted Batman and Superman out of the universe, basically. He was okay with focusing the DCEU at the time into side stories of... He wanted to carry on with Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Flash. And he also wanted to focus on like uh, stories in other like parallel universes in DC. Which is how we ended up getting the Batman, which is still really good, and I love that movie. Um, but he was not really necessarily interested in having the like Snyderverse. A, yeah, well, like a, a shared, the main, yeah, the main yeah. universe. Um, he was going to do stand standalone movies of Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and just kind of continue that way, and never have them really mingle. Exactly. Um, but even all the stuff they had in the down the shoot to actually come out later on, which was like. Um, they had Blue Beetle staged up. They yeah. had Static Shock ready Yes, to go. exactly. And that's kind of what we wanted to explore. Uh, now that he's gone, it's going to be interesting because, like, I can't imagine. Well, I should say that I can only imagine that some of these projects are going to get cut. No, that's a definite for sure thing. But my concern is, like, HBO Max and Discovery Plus have already come out saying they have a 10-year plan and that they're going to pretty much wipe Snyderverse out and start their own universe. But... They already announced also that they have a Flash 2 script ready to go, depending on how Ezra Miller's trial goes. Well, here's what I... So, after James Gunn became um, officially yeah, the CEO, um, and after Shazam... Not Shazam, sorry. Uh, Black Adam, um, it's... I guess it's canon now that both uh, James Gunn's... Is, uh, Suicide movie, Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad and all of his movies are in the same universe as... Um, well, they also Zach's did that life. with uh, Peacemaker because they actually yeah. had Aquaman in there yeah, along so, with the... Yeah, um, so all of that stuff is in the same universe and it like obviously we'll get to Black Adam in a bit. But it basically establishes the fact that they are going to continue in, I mean, this universe that Zack Snyder set up. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget, James Gunn is a co-CEO. One uh, guy for all that was too much yeah. power, so he's going to be co-CEO with Peter Saffron. Well, James Gunn is going to oversee the actual creative process of everything. He's going to pretty much be their um, Kevin that Marvel has. So the other guy, he's actually more producer style, so where he's going to actually like oversee the actual money aspect of everything and make sure everything is properly funded and everything is actually going smoothly money-wise. Yeah, I mean, they're both co-chairs, co-CEOs, so I just love the fact that they gave two guys split down yeah. the middle well, here's your responsibility make it happen here's your responsibility make it happen now i can only so this means james gunn isn't going to be part of uh he won't be part of marvel anymore uh, unless that was somewhere in his contract you cannot rule that out but like does he have the time i mean if he, he's going to be kevin feige for dc and oversee all of the film 
animation and TV series, he's not going to have time because he's going to oversee the actual overall story arc. He's going to be the guy who's like planning out the next 10 years of movies and everything and how they're all going to intermingle. So you know what I don't like that you're doing to him right now? <laughs> limiting him. I'm don't sorry. limit my man. First of all, you don't know his imagination. There is no, no while way. he's taking up DC even if it's stuff, possible. he no. might be coming up with something Marvel and even just give it off to Kevin and no. be like, see, "Hey, Kevin, I thought about this while I was dealing see, with my DC universe. You might like it." Here even if go. it was possible for him to have the energy to do all this stuff, right? WB wouldn't want him to. If they paid, if they paid him for this, if they gave him this role specifically, they're, they're not like, going to want. They're not going to want him to do anything else. Yeah. Hey, you know how you really did a great job for Marvel? Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> Can, we sign here and don't ever do that again. Yeah. yeah like I said, if it's in his contract, I am okay. sure it is in his contract. I mean, there's got to be a there's got to be a non-complete clause in there. There's no way it's a standard thing. But it is. But this guy has done both DC and Marvel movies. But he did the DC when Marvel fired him and then Marvel brought him back on. Yeah, that's right. All right. Fine. But again, don't limit him. I think he can do it all. No, I believe he can do it all. I think he has the brain power. I don't think he will have the time of the day to do both. It's okay. He might he be able to think of a... He just send it to Kevin, bro, and it'll still happen. Just give me producer credit. Come on. Yeah, just throw a producer credit. No, he'll get in so much nah, He can't yeah. do any credit, but if we ever feel a good idea came through Marvel, <laughs> we know where it came from. I'm just saying. Oh, man. So that's going to be interesting to see Guardians of the Galaxy without him. Well, I think this next one's going to be the last of it because yeah, he already said one. that oh, Guardians... Is it? Yeah, yeah, number three was going to be his, last, his yeah. last film on the Guardian trilogy. Uh, they just released a trailer for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. I saw that. So that was yeah. cool to see. I was like, oh, a little like teaser to hold the silver while we're still waiting for freaking yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which is going to be like another year out. <sighs> I know. I didn't want to bring it up, but we brought it up. I'm sorry. No, I'm sad again. But the funny thing is that was supposed to come out early on in the, this whole fra- the phase. Like it was supposed to be already out and done with. Yep. So, I mean, I guess my biggest concerns now for the... I mean, they renamed the universe. It's no longer DCEU, right? It's... Uh, DC Cinematic Universe, same thing as Marvel. Um, I guess my biggest concern is: is it going to be too jokesy? Are we going to? Is every DC movie now going to be a joke movie? No, because what it's going to pretty much be is James Gunn is going to oversee the entire like universe, and like he's going to be the one to like say like I want these characters being made, I want the inner stories to interact this way, I want to bring these villains in, and it's going to be up to the actual writers that are hired on to create the scripts. Mm. He'll get final approval, but he's not going to be in there writing with them. Gotcha. So he's not going to be putting his spin on everything. So it's not going to be all James Gunn everything. Yeah. Because also James Gunn likes to direct what he writes. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like that dude loves to also storyboard things out to detail. Hmm. There was a photo he put out not too long ago for um, when he was working on Suicide Squad. And he had like a stack of papers, like literally where it's like probably like maybe two and a half feet tall. And he's like, this is like three scenes of, a, of this movie that I storyboarded out in detail of how I want the cameras to look. Like, he hand draws out his storyboards with a Sharpie marker and some paper. <laughs> he's very pen and paper type of guy. Yeah, he's very tactile. All right. But I, there's no way he's going to be able to, like, put his flair and everything. He's going to have writers. I'm pretty sure he'll probably have a couple of projects he's going to want to be hands-on with. Which would probably be what? Another just, uh, not just as they go, Suicide Squad? I don't think so. If anything, I think he'll probably have his hand into the first major movie that he puts out, which is going to be probably one of the big three. So Superman might be his first go at it. Man of Steel 2? Man of Steel 2. That could be. That could be it. Huh. His reintroduction into the DC yeah. realm be like, hey, guess what, guys? I'm back. Here's my movie. I don't know. I'm just so scared because it's so easy to get a Superman movie wrong. 
I'm just so scared. Okay, <laughs> like, but, Steel. But, but as soon as it got announced, I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, I was, uh, you know, we'll get into Superman, but all right, all right. So, what else is going on with news? Uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up, and this is actually something that really bothered me, and it's been happening for a while in terms of like these high end directors, Mark Scorsese, and recently James Cameron. But um, I have the quote here, I just want to pull it up really quick. Oh my god, I lost the quote. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, but James Cameron recently came out and he criticized MCU and DC saying, when I look at these big spectacular films, I'm looking at you, Marvel and DC. It doesn't matter how old the characters are. They all act like they're in college. They have relationships, but they really don't. They never hang up their spurs because of their kids. The things that really ground us and give us power, love, and a purpose, those characters don't experience it. And I think that's not the way to make movies. Hmm. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> it's coming from a guy who hasn't made a movie in how many years, Joe? I think 12 years. 12 years. It sounds like somebody who's disconnected from yeah. his audience. No, definitely. Well, not only that, but he's saying that these characters, these people with superpowers who have amazing abilities, they have these families, children, all this stuff, but they don't give up the life of being a superhero to save the universe that their family are in. And he thinks that's not because they, they're not grounded because of it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, look at police officers, firemen. Like, they live dangerous jobs and they have families. These people go out and risk their lives all the time. But you're saying that as soon as they have pop out a kid and have a wife, they have to give it up? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, this dude is just trying to criticize them because these movies make bango bucks. They make huge money. And his movies, like, they can do they, it. I mean, Titanic was, like, probably the biggest movie for It still is. Beat. It's, like, still, like, top three or four. So, but I mean, then it was by Avatar, right? Like, Avatar then, yeah. beat Titanic. Avatar did beat Titanic, that. and then... Both uh, his own films. So, so, I mean, to be fair, he does make really big movies. He does, but the thing is, like, he wants to think... Him and Scorsese have both come out and said that yeah. these movies don't count as film. They're not good enough. But, I mean, like, dude, you go and see these movies, you get connected to these characters, and, like, I get it, there's a lot of them, and recently they have been watered down because it's oversaturated now, but, mm-hmm. like, when Spider-Man dusted and he was like, I don't want to go, Mr. Stark, and I teared up. Like, that was a very emotional moment, and, like, that came from a comic book movie about a kid who can crawl on walls and shoot webs out of his wrist. Well, because it went back to not sound like a James Cameron fan, but he, he, he you kind of proved his point. There's humanity in it. Yeah. Superheroes don't can't connect to the humans because humans die with the blink of an eye. The superheroes don't ever die, so there's no uh, humanity to them. So when we saw Spider-Man die, we all related because we all died, too. Yeah, then Tony Stark died, too, later on. And the, so these heroes right can die. Yeah. So it, we're, not, we're actually proving his point wrong. I, I mean, I guess for me, to kind of jump on what Brian said earlier, is he, he doesn't understand um, how character development is nowadays. Um, the stuff that he probably thinks is character development, we probably find just really boring now. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, times have changed. Um, that's kind of really all I have on that. Uh, I can see where he's coming from. You know, saying that these Marvel movies aren't filmed, some of these DC. I mean, do you consider Green Lantern film? Probably not. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't consider, honestly, most movies I don't consider film. And a lot of this is pop, pop media, it's exactly. pop culture media. And but again, Avatar, I don't consider film. I consider, I consider it to be pop, pop media. Yeah, that's definitely pop media. And it's not even good pop media. I think <laughs> that movie sucked dick. It's, it's giant pop. blue yeah. cats recreating Pocahontas yeah. in space. It was a horrible movie. It looked beautiful. And the reason part two is coming out so fucking long out of the way is because this dude's like, I just got to do better than the first one. You can't do better than the first one because you suck still. <laughs> These movies just suck dick, and you're not going to fix that. 
waiting 12 years to put out the second movie and you're just like oh well my audience isn't really gonna know so we gotta put the first one back out again so that way we can beat Avengers who went through and beat not only Titanic but also this movie I had to re-release it so I could add to my box office numbers to now beat Avengers Endgame <laughs> yeah that's true that was the only way he was able to do it to get back up to number one spot because they re-released it for another month yeah I heard about that yeah so I mean honestly these directors who think they're higher than thou I get it. You made amazing movies back in the day. I love The Departed. Marshall Stacey loves makes wonderful gangster movies. Yeah, The Departed was amazing. Oh, I love it. Like Jack Nicholson, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, even Mark Wahlberg, who I think is a horrible actor. Yeah, in in retrospect, I don't know how he's got a career, but he does. <laughs> but that's besides the point. That's besides the point. I agree with what you're saying, Joe. Um, I I'm so I because there's been backlash to what these directors have said. And it's kind of good, right? It's like, it feels like people are like, okay, you guys are kind of full of yourselves. No, there. but then again, like, there's also people who agree with them. And that's the problem is, like, people want to have their opinion put out there. And I know it's kind of um, hypocritical for me to say that, seeing as I have a podcast where I want my opinion out there for people to listen to. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, damn, yeah, Joe, don't acknowledge that. <laughs> live it blissfully, aren't we? <laughs> I am not ignorant to the Don't irony of those stones and glass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sal. I was trying to come up with one. You got yes, it. Nailed I gotcha. it. I gotcha. Nailed it. Love it. But I'm just saying, like, these guys are coming out here and they're making accusations about these movies and saying that they're not worth making in general. And the you, the world around you begs to differ. If no one enjoyed these movies, they wouldn't be able to keep making them. And they wouldn't be as big. Exactly. These movies are so huge that they go beyond just us and them. I mean, entire generations have grown up on these movies. Man, that's wild to think of. Yeah, these the first Iron Man came out when I think we were in still high school. Uh, I don't think we were in high school anymore. It actually came out in two thousand eight. So we we all graduated. yeah we were graduating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it's pretty close to me graduating from high school, like three years after. Yeah. So I mean, like two thousand eight. That's like what twenty. 12 years? No, 14 years. Yes, good job. Yeah. 14 years ago. Public school, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a decade and a half almost yeah. of these movies. Like literally, my niece is younger than these movies. That's crazy. She has not, she was not alive when the first Iron Man movie came out. <laughs> Gosh. Damn. <laughs> so, I mean like, these movies have survived the test of time. Your Avatar series can barely get the second movie out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. But that is just my broken point of view on this whole situation. <laughs> Mind you, I feel like it's very valid and plausible. Well, talking about things that shouldn't have been made. She-Hulk. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, She-Hulk. I kind of sat this one out. Um, I like how you go, let's talk about things that shouldn't be made. I did not watch it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I will not elaborate on the reasons. Um, but you guys saw it, right? I did watch it. Brian, you saw it too, right? You watched it, right? I watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, me too. But yeah, we did see it. Um, literally, the whole big thing for me was, okay, my big thing was I wanted to see Daredevil. That was the thing that got me really hyped about That's it. That's the reason everyone was watching, yeah. apparently. And they were smart enough to hold it out until the very end. <laughs> but in all, the movie... Very, not the movie, I keep doing this, god damn it. The series. The series upset me a lot. It really did upset me. My main issue with it is at the very end, you have all these different storylines going 
and none of them actually get fixed or concluded. Really? It leaves you hanging. Does it? It's for like the second season? Not even that. No. Like, wait, there's not going to be a second season. No. They, they haven't announced it yet. And no, uh, Didn't the they star... have an interview? Yeah, I was going to say they interviewed the... She main... said it's not looking hopeful. So you're telling me they left uh, like a bunch of stuff like not solved? Sorry, like... Uh... Well, because they're... The, so when they created this series, right? They were hyping up the series about how many cameos they were going to put into this oh, series, God. okay? They were talking about Wong, Sorcerer Supreme at the time. This, they were also talking about the timeline of where this sits between everything yeah. else, right? Abomination from the actual like Edward Norton movie. And they make reference to that, too. And they also bring up Hulk, and they also bring up Hulk going into space, which leads to Planet another comic book. Exactly. So without you even saying... World War Hulk. Ah. World War Hulk. But they're also making tweaks to all this, right? So they're trying to fit so much into this one season, into this one series... But they're using her to catapult other projects. So they're using her to bring back Daredevil, uh, Mr. Charlie Cox. He was only in there for two episodes, but those two episodes is what got everybody to watch the stupid series. Well, yeah. So there was that, right? They brought in Wong, Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, so he's actually in He's the... in there. He's in there He's for... in there a lot. <laughs> really? A lot. Yeah. He came oh. in for like a handful of episodes. I like him. <laughs> he, got, so cool. he got three episodes, yeah. and he was pivotal in each episode. Really? Right? He got oh. down with his magic on the first one. He even got a love interest, kind of, sort what? of. Dude, a drunk chick. <laughs> Almost like a woo girl. Like she, It's <laughs> because girl. of her. I haven't heard of that term in ages. It's great because... Uh, one of Wong's apprentices is over there doing like ranky dank magic, but he is using a a ring to open up portals. A sling ring. A sling ring. He sling rings this drunk chick into hell. <laughs> <laughs> but but Disney did it. Marvel did it so well that when they brought the chick back from hell, she was giving them the whole story like, oh my god, you guys. I would talk to this one goat, and then I gave some to this other guy six drops of my blood, and he brought me back. And we were like, wait, that's not Mephisto reference. <laughs> and sure enough, we see through some news and stuff, Mephisto has been casted from Marvel, so long time coming since WandaVision. Jeffrey okay. Dean Morgan, the father of Batman, the father of the Winchesters. Yes. He is the father of everything. Yeah, is Mephisto yeah, a dad in any sense I of the word? I do think he has a child. I don't remember who. All right. Well, hopefully that child of Mephesto comes through too. But uh, back to the whole thing. So, so many cameos, right? But they're bridging into everything else. So now Mephisto's talked about. Uh, Wong is talking about, uh, he talked about the Spider-Man spell. He talked about how, oh, we can make people forget things. But last time we did that, it didn't work out too well. I was like, oh my God, they talked about Spider-Man spell. So a lot of things were talked about. Abomination came through. Edward Norton was talked about, like. Oh, now I look like this. Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, he's in it. Wait, wait. So they explain the the actor change. They make a joke about like how he was, how when he saw the abomination, the actor that. Yeah, I was a different guy then. Yeah, he literally made a joke. Yeah, inside joke. And if you saw the original Hulk, you know why. Yeah. And so all that's going down. Um, Oh, did you actually see the episode? I think it was the last one where they actually do the old school like. David Banner, uh, 1980s Hulk TV show where they do yes they do a old yeah they busted like an old school retro thing where they cameoed the original Hulk that one the the one you said <laughs> well no see they wouldn't name him Bruce Banner they called him David Banner and they wouldn't call him Bruce Banner because the double alliteration they thought it was stupid <laughs> and I think back then they're saying that Bruce was kind of a gay name okay. Like you know, you have Bruce Wayne, but okay, right? Been around for so long. Uh, you know what? It's probably because but of the Batman a, show. He was a forever single bachelor. Yeah, no, it's probably because of the Batman series back in the day. That probably they didn't. Yeah, yeah, let's stay away from Bruce guys. Yeah. 
whatever. Point was, they did that and they made it. They made fun of it and brought it into here to where She Hulk like turned big and green and you saw like the clothes ripping like that type of. Uh, but they did it stuff. like where they had it like um Lou Ferrigno kind of style where they actually had someone who was like a bodybuilder woman, and they painted her green. Yeah, they didn't CGI that moment. They actually had some bodybuilder and they just. So, we're gonna get some spray paint and just. So real I mean, quick. this all sounds pretty good. So how did you end up painting it? Oh, my biggest thing is like I said, they have all these different storylines going, and they don't really flow very well. Like they have this whole storyline where someone's trying to steal her blood. <laughs> okay. Because, and they succeed. Well, no. So they're trying to. Get, they have like literally it's referenced twice in the whole show. The first episode, she becomes She Hulk because Bruce Banner's blood bleeds onto her. They got into a car accident. Yeah. Open wound, bleed, bleed. Blood. So that added the radiation and caused her to transform into a Hulk. Mm-hmm. So people figure out that somehow, but even though they never disclose it to anyone, oh, if we get her blood, we can become Hulks too. Oh, well, see? I mean, that's always a thing. Like, if you, to a, a vampire... How doing do the Morbius thing. Yeah, yeah, doing the Morbius thing. You know, thing. you just yeah, take yeah. somebody's blood if you want them. Uh, Captain America, they've always wanted his blood to freaking synthesize another super soldier serum. Yeah, but the way they talk about it is like they knew for a fact that just injecting the blood itself is going to cause the same reaction that happened with her. How do you know about this? Because it happened on a, like an island in Mexico between her and Bruce only, and there was nobody else around. Yeah, how would they know? Oh, it's something with his... Uh, he, they made a quick reference that he did... Oh, he burned the evidence. He burned the evidence of how he synthesized his blood to figure out how it happened, but then he burned everything. And she's like, why'd you do that for? And then he explains the whole blood thing. He's like, you don't understand. I bit... Oh, it's because Bruce said it. Bruce said he's been attacked for people trying to get his blood. But how do they know? Uh, the army. It had oh, to be the maybe. army. Yeah. But, okay, so the random, like, douchebag guy, like, is the one who, like, figures that out and, like, wants to do it himself. I mean, it's, it's stupid. To me, that, that right there was just all stupid to me. There's a whole stupid QAnon, like, online webpage thing where they're trying to attack her, and these are also the same guys who are trying to get her blood. But, mm-hmm. like, they only make reference to trying to split blood in two episodes out of the eight. At the very end, they get her blood, the guy injects himself. And she goes, wait, wait, wait. This is how the show's gonna end. This doesn't make sense. She then leaves the show, breaks the fourth wall, and goes into the real world and tries to find Kevin Feige to question him about the show and talk to him how to resolve it properly because she doesn't like it. And also, she has this one woman who's been hunting her down, constantly trying to fuck with her life the entire time, who shows up randomly at the end, too, to also just fight with her. And she just leaves it all, goes, finds Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige is a robot with an algorithm that makes him sh- make all these shows and movies. I like that. And she, I know, it was really cool when they brought really it in cool as a robot. Smart. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this explains everything. It's just a robot putting algorithms. I'm going to make this show, and this is why it's going to be good. Boop, 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 boop. While I keep breaking this down for him, can you please look at what Kevin said for? I can't remember what it was. But so she confronts the robot Kevin Feige, and she tells him, like, this doesn't make sense. How come, like, this is all this happening? Like, it's just, it sounds so convoluted. All these storylines don't really mesh well. Like, why is this happening? So it's addressing the very same faults in the show. Yes. She's addressing the faults to what Joe's complaining about. All the timeline, all the different, like, open-ended stuff. Uh, And she addresses it. I was like, why are we doing this? Is she really going to get my powers just because of that blood? And by her doing that, she undoes all the storylines. And makes it void. And then they just takes the guy to court and she sues him for defamation of character. That's the dumbest thing. The Titania and like just disappears. Like that doesn't ever get resolved. No. The blood being stolen never gets resolved. But it basically almost never happened at that point. That's 
So in other words, the show never happened. That's what I, I was gonna say. Oh, like, yeah, the show no, did not okay. happen. So no, no, no. The ending never happened, and come some of the events that led up to it never happened. But Joe, just go back to what Kevin stands for, because you know she was looking for Kevin. The Ke- the robot named Kevin stood for Knowledge Enhanced Visual Interconnectivity Nexus. That's Kevin in the show. The robots. So basically, this was just a springboard for other projects. Exactly, yeah. because you know what happens at the very end? Spoiler alert for the, like the next 10 seconds. I'll wait. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. It's already good to go. Just All right, cool. So they bring in Hulk's son. Oh, yeah, I saw the haircut. Yes. So uh, one of the episodes. So who, did, who bared the son? So, okay, so in the comics of uh, what world? What's world War Hulk. Planet Hulk. That World fool, War Hulk. That thing. He takes over I say, a planet. He fucking says the wrong thing yeah, immediately. Um, so that fool goes to a planet because he was... Right, right. Oh, in the no. comics, he was Who bared the sun? Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a... She was a big-time warrior um, in the planet that Hulk went to. She was like a big It time, was a big gladiator Hulk world yeah. that he went to. He led a revolution, and he actually got married there and wed a woman. When did this happen? When when he was banished. Remember when he goes to the planet with the Grandmaster and Thor? Rag, oh, not Ragnarok, the one before it. Uh, no, it was Ragnarok. It was Ragnarok. Yeah. Where yeah. he was a gladiator yeah. and he made a name for himself. Then. During that time, he knocked up this chick. What? And the chick's name, Scar's mother, because Hulk's uh, son's name is Scar. The S-K-A-A-R. Yes. The son of Kyra the Old Strong. That's her name. So is this them writing off uh, Mark Ruffalo as Hulk? No, he's still there. But they're they're explaining because in one of the episodes, he was off in space and she lost connection with Bruce. And she was like, where'd he go? And he went off world because he got her. They came to the sh- The ship came and like talked to him like, hey, this is going down on your planet. He went back, came back with his son. He's like, oh, hey, by the way, this is my son. And even Daredevil, he was blind, but even he was like, what? Fucked up haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And so now it went from She-Hulk having a cousin to now She-Hulk having a nephew. And in the comics, the reason why um, the whole thing happened between Hulk and his son is because the mom died. Mm -hmm. So he basically went to the planet because he probably got word that the girl that had his son died. And he didn't want to pay the child support. So then he went, let me go get the son. And now the sun's on to the world, and that is how they truly end the series. So now they made a Hulk Sun canon, they brought him into the universe, and they didn't re-erase it. So now... Okay, but what is the point of all this? She-Hulk brought in what is going to go next into the Hulk series, and Daredevil series. They made hands at Mephisto, which is going to be coming out pretty soon with Secret Wars or something like that. Uh, They have Daredevil there now, and they're branching off, they're supposed to be doing a, a Hulk project wrapped around Scar that's what I so that's what I was trying to say they're not doing are they even moving forward with Mark Ruffalo as like a main Hulk yes he's still gonna be continuing to be Hulk no but Um, as like a main player I don't believe he's gonna be a main player I think he's gonna be supporting cast yeah he he was mainly supporting cast so that's what I'm saying like I feel like Scar is gonna be the new main Hulk he could be because uh, they say he's as strong as yeah, the Yeah, he's going to be the new main. Because, like, God, Mark Ruffalo's, like, how old? <laughs> Hella old. <laughs> I mean, he's looking pretty high yeah, nowadays. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, what they're doing is, like, they're kind of pushing some of these older stars out. To bring a younger yeah, cast. Yeah, to bring in a, yeah, exactly. Which makes sense. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to do it. But when you have, like, this going on for so long, especially. The production cycles of these movies takes forever. It's, like, five years. Well, not only that, but you got to think about it this way, too. Mark Ruffalo's been how many movies? Yeah. I mean, he's never been a star of one, but he's been sort of supporting character in at least what, like, I want to say eight movies. Yeah. Every time he does a movie, he gets a pay raise. 
That's true. the way it works. Yeah, true. So eventually, he's going to price himself out of the role. Like, we're like, we can't afford to keep bringing you on, especially if you're going to be playing this bit role. Yeah. We don't own the rights to the Hulk still. Universal still owns those. We cannot give you your own movie. So we're going to have to write you off somehow, and then we're going to continue with Scar. Scar, yeah. That makes sense. Or with actual uh, She-Hulk. Which would also make sense. Or yeah. She-Hulk and Scar. Probably <gasps> They kill Hulk. He finally dies, and She-Hulk takes over and takes Scar under her wing. I mean, <gasps> honestly, that's not that far-fetched, considering the circumstances. Oh, God. That horrible haircut fucking twerking. Ah, <laughs> uh, we had to bring that back. All right. So, oh, Cardi B was in Shield. <laughs> another cameo. <laughs> that was another cameo they paid for. We were like, "What?" Right, that so, broke the internet for like a day. So, final thoughts then on uh, She-Hulk. Honestly, if they wanted to give a courtroom drama surrounding superheroes, I would have loved that. I mean, if it had that just been the the whole point of the show, right? Yeah, and like you have a couple of moments where she actually is a superhero and like does stuff to be a superhero, like when Daredevil shows up and she helps him track down her client who kidnapped somebody. Yeah, have that happen. But make it a primary courtroom drama surrounding superheroes and supervillains. I would rather have that. I honestly think it fell apart because they tried to do 20 different storylines. And introduce so many so characters. Many characters. Yeah. Although, I'm not going to lie, I was very upset at first when I saw this, when they had Daredevil do a walk of shame. <laughs> that was so hilarious. It was, was hilarious. Like, and I'm like, he's... He's a superhero. Why is he out in broad daylight in his costume? I'm like, wait, he's in L.A. He's a New York hero. No one knows who he is. Yep. This makes sense. They are t- everyone thinks he's eccentric. Some... <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, it's probably BDSM or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. absolutely. And then on top of that, he can't see, so he doesn't even know who's looking at him, to be honest. He also doesn't know what color his costume is when it's a bright red and yellow yes. costume. Oh, God. <laughs> I kind of don't like the yellow from what I saw. I was like, ugh. Uh, so me and Joe talked about this. It's just another multiverse spinoff. So in another multiverse... He gets his red and black costume. I'm, I'm hoping in this he does multiverse, at one point. It's yellow red. Oh, I'm honestly hoping he's gonna go with the all black with the red double D's. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I'm a, I'm always a fan of the double D's. <laughs> Who is it? I don't know. I'm glad we all we're all fans. Right. Yes. What was your final rating on? A... I'm sorry, he didn't give his. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. We got so <laughs> sidetracked on like Cardi B. I know yeah, yeah, D's, uh... Come on, Joe. What do you give it? One out of ten. A no. six. No, I'm sorry. I meant to one to ten. Yeah, six, six, six out of is ten is pretty. Okay. It's all right. It, it is what it is. I wouldn't go back and rewatch it. If someone wanted to watch it, I probably would just, like, check out, be on my phone, let them watch it while I'm in, like, just doing whatever, and I'll, like, look up for the scenes I want to see. Halloween Ends style it. Uh, I, honestly, I wouldn't even go back and watch Halloween Ends. <laughs> I get that at a like, lower score than this. But, like, it had a lot of issues story-wise for me, and I'm just, like... You had a cop out at the end with just I'm gonna I break the fourth wall I'm gonna rewrite this. Also, if you're breaking the fourth wall, bring in another character for a cameo who breaks the fourth wall. Joe was salty. He didn't see Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, it would have been a good opportunity. Uh, Dude, th- literally this when she she goes to the Marvel Studios to go find Kevin, you have Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool costume, and you're like, oh my god, you break the fourth wall, I break the fourth wall. Fucking take my shit. And it just keeps bleeping when he's cursing. Oh, what the shit, Feige? And he just keeps cursing and it keeps bleeping him out and it just does a long stream of just expletive beeps. <laughs> and then he says, Ass monkey. Oh, that pass? I can look at that. And then he just starts walking away. <laughs> and he flirts with some random chick, like, Hey, why don't we get Chimichangas? Like, he just let him be Deadpool in like a very funny way to introduce the fact that Deadpool's coming soon. That would have been perfect. I mean, they already did the whole Deadpool's coming soon with the whole him talking to Hugh Jackman. Be like, hey, want to be Wolverine again? And we'll, he's like, yeah, sure. 
that was them basically saying Deadpool back and Wolverine's yeah, but back. Well, they're both still Xbox properties, so like. And that's the whole thing about the contractual yeah. agreement. They can't even like make an official X Men film until twenty twenty three. So yeah. next year we'll get an official X Men film, but until then they can only hit. And to Joe's point, it should they Deadpool should be making some cameos already, but uh, I think it's still under like twenty twenty three. Yeah. So you also heard that the thing that people were saying was like since Stan Lee's no longer around to do the cameos, Deadpool's let Deadpool be the cameo person who just pops in the background all the time. And I think they I could watch that personally, but uh, wow! All right, so I'm not a dead it's a fan. Sorry, <laughs> I caught that vibe. I didn't yeah. want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. Like, like, I was, I was like, looking at you. I was like, oh, he's not uh, a Deadpool no, fan. You can't sorry. see it right now, but my leg is shaking very furiously right now. <laughs> yeah. You're about to get chimichanga balls. Yeah, when he said chimichanga, like when he said chimichanga, like that was, the vein in my forehead was like, kr, 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 kr. I was like, oh, oh god, <laughs> I have aneurysm. Yeah. All right, so moving on, Joe, you gave it a six. I give it a six. All right, so I will only one up Joe by a point five. Six point five? Uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty low. Okay, fine. I'll give it a seven. Loved it. Yeah. I will give it a seven. But <laughs> I okay, so here's my thing. I would give it a solid eight if I would have told you so. Alright, go watch She Hulk. All in its entirety, I would not tell you that. I would pick point which episodes I want you to watch and just watch those. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, go from an eight where I want you to watch it all to a seven. I'm like, yeah, watch episodes you're one, me four, there's five. There's definitely some stinkers in there. That's what you're telling me. The Cardi B episode. <laughs> What do you mean? Which, that was great. Okay, look. The only reason I like the Cardi B episode is because they brought in uh, a shapeshifter. What was that shapeshifter? Um, that I don't remember lady. her name, but yeah. But she was basically uh, one of those creatures that... Uh, She's a mutant who can shapeshift and she can act... Remember the, um, in X-Men, the people who lived underground? The people that what? That live underground. Not the, more people, but people who... They had act. a group of mutants that lived underground and they're like... I don't like, remember that. But yeah, she was like one of those, but... um. She was shapeshift and she was actually conning people out of money and stuff like that, pretending to be somebody else. And like, oh yeah, no, I like hook me up with some cash and I'll take care of you. You know, I think she pretended to be James Gunn or somebody. Um, I, no, I didn't see her pretend to be him. I saw her pretend to be. She was supposedly pretending to be Cardi B the whole time. Yeah, that's right. Then she pretended to be the lawyer that was trying to sue her because of all the money he got from her or she got from him. But it, it reminded me of like the Secret Invasion tie-in because the whole thing about. That is, they're bringing in the yeah. shapeshifters around. So I was like, cool tie-in. I don't like how they did it. <laughs> so that's why I would be like, you know what, so well, don't watch the whole thing. Just watch these episodes. And that's why yeah, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. If I have to nitpick which episodes I want you to watch, it's a 7. It's not an no. 8 for me yet. Oh, one last thing. They queued up a great moment for Daredevil where he was going to get his hallway fight scene. And then She-Hulk bursts through the fucking ceiling and ends it in one shot. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm like... He has one job. <laughs> it's to fight his way through a hallway and kick ass. You took that away from him. But she also put out for Daredevil. So maybe she has a baby. Oh. Daredevil. That'd be really cool. Sure. <laughs> the look on Joe's face, I don't think he's happy that Daredevil can put it in with She-Hulk, bro. It's like when I heard Jimmy Chandra. <laughs> yeah, Joe. I just pictured a blind baby coming out with a fucking stick just... <laughs> and a lawyer outfit. <laughs> but he's green. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, that was good. So okay, let's, uh, so let's transfer over from She-Hulk, Marvel, into Star Wars and go into Andor. So, to be frank, I've only seen two episodes so far of Andor. Saul um, did no homework for this episode. Uh, yeah, I'm a little behind. Um, uh, but uh, so far, I really liked it. I liked... I like things that are slow, obviously. Like, when a story moves slowly and meticulously, 
I really enjoy that. Um, so so far the first two episodes I've loved. Oh my god, is, is that what it is? So hard. Oh yeah, Jesus. That's, there, right? that's why you like it. Yeah. Oh it's... my god, then dude, keep watching. It's that slow the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love it. It's oh, like, dude, you're totally love it. It's like, like it's meticulous. Okay, I love, love it. Okay, see, so I guess out of all the series I watch from all the different franchises and everything, I agree, and I'm not mad that the pace to Andor is where it's at because. When I'm watching Star Wars, there's so much shit going on from the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, the new trilogy, which almost is on the verge of being uncanonized or something. <laughs> like, it is so much going on that I enjoy, to your point, the pacing. I'm just enjoying the scenery of the town. Yeah. Day. Like, his home that he keeps going into. I'm like, what other robots are hiding over there besides the, uh, what, B and yeah, Emo? Yeah, yeah. B two emo yeah B two emo and that was such a great like little shot they threw in there and I was like this is awesome so uh, if you like slow pace like at, uh, Star Wars franchises this one's for you it's so, the only like, one it's the, the only the one that is at this it's the slow. only slow Star well, Wars and, franchise and then uh, hold on hold on I want to ask Joe hey Joe how are you liking it so far since it's not finished yet yeah. we're only like eight six to eight episodes in I think how are you liking it well. You know my position when it comes to prequels. Yeah, he said it! I was wondering if he was going to bring up the whole thing. It's a prequel thing. It is. Yeah, so, you know. It's uh, a prequel of a prequel. Oh, <laughs> it's a prequel squared. Oh, man. Pre-prequel. Yeah. Pre-prequel. Well, see, I had an idea about how to fix this. Because, honestly, I am, am enjoying it wholly because of the group he does the um, espionage stuff with. The one he grew, he like joins up and they actually go into to steal from the armory. I care about that group around him. Because I'm like, all right, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm just because I know movies and TV shows, I'm like, someone is going to turn on him. There's going to be one character, and I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. But the way I thought about how you fix this and how you make someone like me care about the show, you don't cast the same guy as Andor. You cast somebody younger. Oh, no, I disagree. He looks older than he did in Rogue One. Yeah, he looks haggard as hell right now. But it's because only because he shaved in uh, Rogue One, and he, like the way I see it is he shaves in this one. He still looks older. I haven't gone that far. Can't tell. Yeah, you. well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, how how long ago did Rogue One come out? I'm so glad you said that. I was already looking it up. It so that one came out in 2016, and Jesus. this series came out in 2022. Yeah, so so six, six years ago. That's six years ago. No, it's six bad. years. But you also have to think about this. They started filming this because it's easier for them because everything's like a little bit more. Tactile and yeah. physical, they built sets and everything like that. This was actually filmed on a lot, and it was actually filmed probably maybe two years ago. Rogue One was probably filmed ten years ago, and all the CGI was input later on. It came uh, out, so true. this is like ten years later for this guy. It could be, it could be. Yeah, agreed. So, but I wait, wait, wait. Let me just finish uh, what uh, I'm uh, saying. Uh, uh, said, I was, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm like ready. I know you're ready. Oh yeah, yeah. But for me, like, all right. I hate prequels because I don't care about the main character because I know what's going to happen to him. You are right about that. He's going to live no matter what. Yeah. And he's going to die later on and I'm going to be happy when he does. Kind of would have been happier had we not gotten a Rogue One movie. And just, I would have been happier yeah. with that too. If and this, then just like if this made made the, some of the story that happens in Rogue One and just throw it into the series. Well, not only that, but this is also what they promised with Rogue One. This is a little bit more espionage. Yeah. You're right. Everything. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because when it when Rogue One first came out, it was supposed to be like a. They sold it as an espionage yeah. ship movie. I keep going back and forth with this. I yeah. cannot get them right. No, but the last act for me in Rogue One is where it kind of falls apart. If um, you did not bring in that fucking love interest storyline out yes. of nowhere, also some of the side characters are kind of lame. Dude, the two Asian guards for the Jedi in the temple. 
I do not remember their names, yeah. but they wouldn't say it. Yeah. I know Caspian, Andor, and I je- know Jen uh, Russo, or Ro. Uh, yes, but I know, I've, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Jen Urso, there yeah, you go. Jen Urso. You're right. Like, uh, they kept saying their name, but no one else. No the only one I cared about dying was the robot. Alex the robot Twitter was great, was and then design. the only other guy that, like, honestly, yeah, the other characters were kind of throwaways. Um, Wait, are, pilot, are we talking about Rogue One? Yeah. Know, we're, we're How the hell are you guys overseeing my boy Donnie Yen, Mr. It Man himself? I did not like him in that movie. What the I hell did not like him. Wow. Dude, I don't remember his character's name. It was a pure. <laughs> you don't remember either. You had to read it right now. Dude, he was like, uh, well, you know what? Joe, what was uh, Mr. Forrest Whitaker's Whit- Whit- character on oh Rogue One? Oh my god, I should know this because he's actually in other All stuff. All I know him is as a space asthma. And no. guess where he's in this series. No, I know because he's yeah. in, first of all, he's in also in Rebels. Yep. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah like. Um, all right, so back. Hey, all right, back. Back to this. Why don't they bring so, Donnie in into on there yeah, somehow? No, but I agree he with you. Yeah, but I agree with you. Legit, like, don't kill my dreams. I fuck your dreams. Yeah. Wow. Fuck both of you. But no, like, if you were to cast someone younger and, like, not say his actual name, because, well, no, like, in the show, he changes his names a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let that be an ongoing thing to where we don't know his actual name, and when he goes on to, into Rogue One, his name becomes Caspian Andor. Let that happen then. When he takes on that mission, that's his name then. Because it's Yeah. Let that be it, be the trend. So we don't know who he is at first because his name keeps changing. We don't know who he really is. And at the very end of the show, it's where Rogue One starts off where they give him the mission to go do this and they go, your name for this mission is going to be Cassian Endor. And we find out, oh shit, it's him. This way we don't know it's going to be him. We have more, we feel more like, oh shit, what's going to happen to this guy? Like we, Because we don't know. If at the end of it, he could die. Yeah, so they would have had a name to show something different. No, they would have. And they should have. Yeah. But again, like I know it's gonna happen, so I don't care. But everyone around him, they built this world so well. They did. They did. Um, I'm enjoying every. I, honestly, I'm enjoying more of the political aspect with the uh, the other characters who are doing all the political stuff. Like, um, oh my god, it's the dude from um, Thor, the guy who's a doctor. I can't remember his name. Stellan Skarsgård. Yes, I've been. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But he's. I think you haven't gotten to the part where he shows nope, up. No, I haven't. But he does show up, and he's the guy who like. He's pretty much starting the rebellion. He's like the guy who's trying to fund it. Yeah. He's the one who's like pushing forward on these missions to make the rebellion happen. Yeah, it's pretty cool. To see yeah, who was who was pushing it? Yeah, because we never, beginning. yeah, we never really get any of that information from the. You get movies. no background. Yeah. We're literally seeing the foundations of the rebellion being built yeah. and stacked up and funded, yeah. and we're seeing all. It's literally we're watching the chess match happen between two masters. This yeah. guy's like literally moving pieces, and not everyone knows what he's thinking. And we're seeing the also from the imperial side of what they're trying to counter, and they don't understand everything that's happening, and they're trying to pick up the pieces and figure out what's going on and trying to counterattack. How are you liking the pace? I love the pacing. You guys Again, like slow pace storytelling. Uh, I don't know. See, I I, say, it is yeah. slow pace, but at the same time, it is not a slow story. Yeah, it's not. Every t- yeah. everything they do, every time we have a scene where it's slow and we're it seeing things drawn something. out, yeah, it, it, there's a meaning behind it, exactly. as you said. And on top of that, they're also feeding us information each time. I'm not getting pointless scenes of <laughs> someone twerking Weird, next to Cardi B. Useless banter, Whoa. useless jokes. It's like <sighs> every scene has its purpose, and every scene actually gives me something to look forward to. I same 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 uh, same thing that you're saying, Joe. It's for the first time in a long time where it's like it's this not is just the a first, joke. This is honestly the first Star Wars thing I've seen that I've enjoyed this much. Since Revenge of the Sith, man, God, that's uh, whew. 
That's yeah. a hot take. Damn. That's man. I'm usually the guy with the hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> the entire uh, sequel trilogy they did. I think they should trash it. I hated all of it. I didn't like Rogue One to begin with because I was promised espionage and I got some stupid ass storyline. Yeah. And I enjoyed Solo. I think it would have worked better as a series like they're doing now with Endor. Mm. That would have been a better storyline. Yeah. I have issues. So basically, I don't. Everything that you said about recasting Andor and stuff like that, it could work. Um, I'm not a big fan of the recast, specifically just because he's still of age to do it. And it, as much as you can say Han Solo was a good movie... I think it was a good movie. I well, think it was okay. better. Yeah, yeah. As, as, much as, like, as much as we can say that Han Solo was in a terrible movie, um, I feel like the recast kind of hurt it. Um, I think that that's one of the things that kind of held it back a little bit because we're so used to seeing... Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't work then and i don't think it would have worked very well although what you pointed out would have been awesome i don't know if i would have had the same feeling watching it with that being said something that i've been really liking about the series and mind you i've only seen two episodes are the sets i love the fact that they actually built a lot of these sets yeah that's what they actually did with mando as well as um but honestly i i kind of like the sets even more than mando well Maybe just because we're actually seeing the indoors. I was going to say it's only yeah. because it's not the desert. Yeah, it's not even, yes, you're right. <laughs> you're you're saying, absolutely right. Seeing, but uh, where the yeah. we're where seeing the, the capital on Coruscant, yeah. we're actually seeing the but, like, guards. It's like, like the scene where it's like we see the used starship. Like yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, it definitely was. And um, I like uh, the the time jumping in the beginning was pretty well done because it wasn't overused. Yeah. But they used it just enough to kickstart the story. Yeah. Like yeah. they were trying to explain that Cassian's real name back in the day was Cassian. Yeah. Well, I and that he that was trying to yeah, find yeah. his sister Carrie this whole time, and that's what set this guy on the path of, well, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, and I'm gonna break this rule to do what I yeah. need, and break that rule to get what I need. And I was like, so that's what got him started down the rebel path. Yeah. Like, well, he, okay, yeah, now I get it. Yeah. So I like it, but to your point, the sets, like, dude, if you keep watching. They keep incorporating more new sets. Like it looks dope. No, like, it's like I've been where, really enjoying all it, that. Is it Coruscant where everything's white? It, no, that's the um, where's that place? So the planet that Cassian's on, that is the Imperial Guard area. Like that's like their their spot. No, uh, where is the one where they meet in that round room and they talk about hey, report about your sector. Hey, report about your sector. Where's that place at? That is that is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in Coruscant is where the political stuff's happening with the... Um, oh my god, I keep forgetting her name. I, 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 I'm I bad with names, especially with these ones, because like they aren't easy to remember names. They're like, really weird space names. <laughs> Are you talking Mon Matha? Mon Matha, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's like the pain in the dude's side, I swear. Go well, on. she's like the main head of the she rebellion. Starts, she yeah. runs the rebellion, yeah. Yeah. But um, she legit, like, we're seeing her storyline as well. Interesting. And that's taking place on Coruscant, where she's, like, trying to, like, help fund the rebellion under everyone's nose. Yeah. Even her husband. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Controversial thing that I'm going to lean into. What's your guys, and I've only seen so far what I've seen, right? What's your guys' take on the storyline with the wannabe Imperial officer dude? Wannabe Imperial officer The dude? one who started investigating the Oh, murders. okay, he's talking about uh, freaking homeboy It pissed me off. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I wanted to go into. Exactly what I wanted to go into. His storyline is honestly the only thing in the show where like, I'm trying to see how it feeds in. I am actually really enjoying that part of the story. Okay. So, I, I don't want to spoil too much for don't, you, yeah. but 
I feel he got his just desserts. Interesting. In a way where, because like, Homeboy goes and talks to his mom, okay? You know you fucked <laughs> I'm up. I'm getting there, I'm getting yeah, there, yeah. I'm getting you're, there. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah, why yeah, you yeah. finished two episodes, you're getting close to where he, this one goes back home and gets grilled by his mom. He's like, what did you think was going to happen by you doing what you did? Are Which you stupid? Is, to be fair, it's, yeah. it's true. Dude, and it looked like he was eating Lucky Charms low-key. Like, the cereal they gave him to eat in the film looked like fucking Lucky Charms. And I was like, is that fucking Lucky Charms? So I was like, all right, go, go Star Wars, keep doing your thing, but... I feel he gets his just desserts a little bit more a couple episodes in because of where they end up placing him. Um, so, you get there. Get there. So, I guess I'd like, I like to, to say, move on that. I kind of like, because like, I feel like the way this story is going to go, and maybe it had something, it goes off on a different tangent. I'm, you, know, you guys can let me know if I'm wrong here. But I want to say that You're his wrong. story is going to be where he super believes in the Empire. He's like super wanted, he really wants to like move up and stuff like that. And the Empire fucks him. You are not wrong. <laughs> You're pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. So like he's gonna get because like the that the Empire doesn't care at all. Bingo. Yeah. So Bingo. like and I'm hoping that's where the story goes. Where like he gets jaded, you know, and I don't know where it goes after that. Yeah, no, but, I yeah. you're uh, you're on the right path. Because like, yeah, like the Empire is basically just full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he he was But he's a believer. So well, no, but he was like, a believer. Like yeah. that's what I liked the like at the very he's beginning. A true believer. Yeah, and I love that. I was like cuz I already like if you read any of the lore or if you watch any of the other shows about the empire and stuff like that, you already know like how it, how it is. Yep. So like to see this kid who's like I'm going to do the right thing and like all this stuff and like and I already know I'm like oh you're going to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes in and you're like you're getting fucked. No, boy. but like I like that he's you know moving up, he's like doing all these things, taking action. All right, you're going to love it. I think it's yeah. like episode 4 or 5 where he gets yeah. his just desserts. Cuz like I don't see him as say- a bad bad Guy yet. No. Yeah. No. I just see him as a kid trying to like get glory, you know, yeah, in the yeah. empire. And that's also his mom tells him stuff. So yeah, yeah dude, you're you're on the right path. That's pretty good. Pretty his good mom is a stereotypical Mexican Jewish mom who like <laughs> you can do well enough for her no matter what you do. Oh god, uh, I know that feeling. <laughs> oh, it's so, gonna it's gonna be PTSD. Like it. Oh yeah, okay. You're gonna get yeah, no, Just from what I saw when she was giving him uh, Andor shit about the where they came from, I was like, God, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> it's like, oh god. <laughs> It's too relatable. <laughs> the imperial guy, his mom's worse. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so funny. I think they totally made that to relate with the crowd. Oh, because man. I think every freaking Gen, what, Gen Z, Millennial, can vibe with what that dude yeah, gets grilled on. Definitely Millennial. Yeah. yeah dude. So I was like, wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I'm liking so far, like the two antagonists, like how they're on opposite ends. You know, you have the Imperial side and you have the guy who's going to end up joining the Rebels. I, I really like that aspect. It gives you two parts of the story. Um, yeah, so far I'm really liking it. Um, what do you guys think, though? Uh, really quick, I want to touch base on this really quick. I know you're not there yet, but I kind of a spoiler, but after everything happens in the storyline with the Rebellion part of like, starting it up, we get to see the dirty side of the Rebellion, too. Oh! Yeah. What dirty side? So, um... Dirty-minded bastard. I bet you he's going to go somewhere else. Go! No, no. The, the Skarsgård character. The guy who's trying to help fund and build a rebellion up. The guy who's the art dealer. Uh-huh. After the whole thing's done with and he, like, they... The, um... And... And or helps him, like, steal the money to start the rebellion. And or to go off on his own. Like, I'm... I did my part. Just letting I know I'm done. I'm out. Right? Uh-huh. This dude tells him, like, hey, 
find Andor, he can't. He's a loose end. You can't let him know. Yeah, that's true. Though. So we're seeing the dirty side of the rebellion. Where it's like, hey, like we're gonna kill this dude who helped us start, start this whole thing. Interesting. Damn. He literally told. I the mean, chick to you, kill him. If you remember uh, Rogue One at the beginning, they were still pretty kind of shady too. <laughs> he killed his own dude. Like, yeah, yeah. My foot. I, I broke my foot. Help me. Okay. Okay. Blast to the gut. So maybe what we'll see in this series is just Andor progressively kind of just get hard, you know? He's already there. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, <laughs> I meant, like, really, like... I mean, so they got plenty of time to yeah. talk about him and build up his character. Um, to the norm, to the norm uh, amount of episodes we're used to on a series like this, we're always averaging, like, six to eight. This season actually got approved for 12 episodes, so we're only halfway there. Oh, no. oh my god. Because they just released episode eight, so we got four more episodes for this season. Have and they they're announced? already talking about no season way. Two. Have they announced a season two? Yeah, so we got season two coming in 2023. Oh, I think they announced um, season two after the second week. What's up? I think they announced season two after week two. Yeah, like it was. Too so hyped. has it been successful? Yeah. yeah. Really? Dude, it's, it's like Star Wars. I mean, it's better than Lord say of the that Rings. to the Han Solo it's, movie. <laughs> you, okay. They did scrap that one pretty hard. Yeah, yeah they but like, so Ryan far, Johnson trilogy. Okay. <laughs> series. Series. <laughs> Jesus. Star Wars series do good. Star Wars movies as of late have been hit or miss. Yeah, Again, this is also being overseen by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah, true. And those guys are the homies because they know what we want to see. Mandalorian. Uh, well, I mean, the they're Bad fans Batch, to begin with like, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have our people navigating this freaking realm, and that's awesome because they have well, not done bad since what? Didn't Clone they Wars? just announce who's going to be directing the next Star Wars movie? I think they're throwing names out. I don't think they set on one. I think they threw out a name for the next Star Wars movie, but they haven't said whether or not it's going to be a part of the ongoing yeah. storyline or if it's going to be its own thing. So it's uh, Damon Lindoff. That's the showrunner for Lost. That's uh, right. The Leftovers and Watchmen. So he's co-writing the new Lucasfilm movie with Charmaine Obadiah Chinoy so of Miss Marvel. And so, you know, they're working on the next yeah, so there's, Star Wars this is movie. also on the works. Gotcha. Yeah. But again, that's also not being overseen by Filoni or Favreau. The movies are another thing. It's and so that's like, why you guys are so why fucking hating like, on the movies. Because yeah, they're not being watched by the same person. How they not learned? Did they not learn anything? Well, they have literally what Lucasfilms needs to do is Flip find the themselves. No, find themselves a James Gunn. Because oh he's overseen all three aspects of the animation. It should be Filoni. Yeah, it should be Filoni. It, honestly, Favreau should oversee everything, and Filoni should see the TV series. Favreau has a good overall story arc. Like Favreau isn't isn't he also doing? Um, he's all over Marvel. Yeah. No, no, he's done with that. Oh, really? It's, when did that happen? When was the last time he saw him do a Marvel project? Uh, I think it was one where well, he took Star Wars. He acted that he wasn't a producer or director or writer. He was in it. I mean, and I guess. Yeah, you're right. Uh, those are small cameos. He wasn't there for yeah. a long term. I'm really surprised though that they haven't given him like the full reins yet. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them constantly bringing in new directors to like do like the movies. I legit. I think they need to find just one person to oversee a trilogy, and if they want to have an individual director for each one, they still have to report to one person who has an overall vision. Yeah, and they should have the story filled out before they get the directors. <laughs> the, the person who's overseeing the entire storyline for yeah. it should be the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're gonna have someone like James Gunn like oversee the full three trilogy things. He writes each movie out before they even start produ- shooting one. Yeah. And then they pick out directors to 
who are going to be good for the fit for each movie. Because yeah. each one, I feel like, should have a different style. Yeah, I, I get that. I definitely get that. But that would be the best way to go about it, is you have one person who's the head writer and overseeing the entire story arc be the person who oversees everything, and then he chooses his directors. That way is a straight is a straight pull of what he wants. We have his vision. I also feel one guy controlling the vision of all Star Wars scenes is way too much. No, 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 no that's exactly all. what it needs. Not all. It's literally going to be that trilogy because yeah. they're also trying to get away from the whole Skywalker saga because, like, how well, much more can we see one family yeah. of rednecks squabble? Well, we didn't get enough. And, uh, it's really <laughs> Walmart the movie. We, we had, The problem is that we didn't get enough of that, and now they're old. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, the, all the, the, for the trilogies, the three trilogies, the trilogy of trilogies, three squared, three cubed. Cubed, there you go. It is literally just Walmart the movies. We have a redneck family in fighting. Yeah. We even have two kissing si- uh, siblings. <laughs> I forgot about it. It's that. the most inbred shit there is. I thought they were cousins. No, they're siblings. They're, they're brothers and sisters. Twins. Leia and Luke? Oh, oh my god, I thought we were talking about Ray and uh, oh, Ben. No, my bad. I mean... Also, she is a descendant of Palpatine, not related to Skywalkers. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, second cousins. Yeah. It's technically illegal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joe, I don't even want to know how you know that's legal. Let's just move on. You know, now that I think about it, was Halloween Ends just copying that storyline over, like, the descendant of the bad guy and the descendant of the good wow. guy get together? <laughs> you do really try that. Uh, it's a, it it's is, a stretch. It's a big it's stretch. It's not much but, uh, of a stretch, but, I mean, it's also Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it is literally yeah, being, yeah. it's literally oh, still in Shakespeare in a very Shakespeare, bad bro. That guy... That guy's been dead for how long and his shit's like still how, being recycled? I, I like how like the guys who are doing like Halloween ends. You know what this needs? Some Shakespeare. <laughs> hey, Sons of Anarchy was all Hamlet, bro. That's oh, what God. I hate. But in Halloween ends, like, you know what? Throw some Shakespeare in it. <laughs> hey, at least with Sons of Anarchy, that was actually well done, Hamlet. Halloween ends was just a crappy... Let's go to the back alley and see a homeless guy do Shakespeare. <laughs> to be or not to be. Where is my needle? <laughs> oh, oh my man. god. To All drink right. Everclear or banana rum? <laughs> okay. So, that being said, we cannot finish um, Andor because it's not finished. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. So, so far from point A to point B, because right, we still need a CC. Where, you said you liked it, right? I so, am so what this. would you rate it so far? I would far? give this a 9 so far. Holy shit, that yeah. is high. Yeah. Okay. I'm really digging it. It's the best. Star Wars thing I've had live action, uh, definitely since the original. <laughs> <laughs> you like original. this one more than Mandalorian? Uh, you know what? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually do. Mandalorian is really good. You're right. Mandalorian is really good. I am enjoying this a little more. Mandalorian season one was really good. Season two was meh. Hey, we're not talking about Mandalorian right now. I just want to know where he stood. Yeah, I'm actually digging this a little more than Mandalorian. You're right, Mandalorian was really good, though. <laughs> no, I just want to see your take on it, because you were like, you like the slow pacing, Mandalorian was the it's other more, live action yeah. that was really good. All right, cool. So, so you give it a 9. Yes. 7.5. Why would you give it a 7.5? Again, it's a prequel of a prequel. Uh, I know what's going to happen. You know, it's it, it loses points on that scale. So, I okay, so I'll ask you the same thing I asked Oh, What's up with you and the Mandalorian? Where would you have rated that one, then? Because it's a prequel. Overall? Like, or, or, or It's just, not a prequel. Overall. Well, At one? That one was like... It's it is prequel. barely a prequel because it's taking place out of the main storyline. It's technically a it sequel. It's not even a... It's, it's not, not even a sequel, a, though. It's a, it's a sequel to a prequel. 
We just hear everybody's brain on the podcast. They're like, like, "How the fuck's the sequel and prequel?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, go, so what would you have given a Mandalorian? Uh, which one would you see again, Mandalorian or Andor? Go. Uh, season one, Mandalorian, then Andor, then season two, Mandalorian. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. Also, I would just honestly just watch this one scene. Is the Bill Burr scene of Mandalorian where they're at the Imperial table. I remember that. Um, I think I read, I saw a snapshot of his Wikipedia and it said he was from Space Boston. <laughs> what? <laughs> the character that he plays? It is literally the scene where Bill Burr is playing like a rebellion person. Yeah. And he's pretending to be an Imperial yeah. Guard. Well, he was an Empire But yes, he's pretending to be. And that's the one where Mando like, took off his helmet and yeah. everybody yeah. lost their yeah. shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he's literally sitting there and we're hearing the the Imperial Guard that they're talking to, trying to get information from and trying to like, not get their cover blown, talk shit about having he went in and how they killed a bunch of people and we're seeing Bill Burr sit there quietly losing his shit. Mind you, Bill Burr's known for just losing his shit and going off. But we actually see Bill Burr act for once and he's just like sitting there quietly yeah. festering. And then we see him shoot the Imperial Guard and then all shit goes, goes haywire. That scene was honestly probably one of my favorite Star Wars scenes in anything from the movies to the TV shows. I have to agree. Yeah. That Bill Burr scene was fucking beautiful and moving, and it was directed by Filoni. Cool. So, Brian. Oh, wait, no, right. no. It wasn't Filoni. It was um, Robert Rodriguez. Sorry. Huh. All right. So, you 7.5. 7.5 for this. You gave it a 9. I gave it a 9. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you. are sitting at an 8.5. No, I'm going to come in at a solid 8. Like, I would recommend this to my friends. Like, go watch it and watch it in its entirety because it all sets up nicely. It is a prequel to Joe's point. That's why he gave it the 7.5 and stuff. But, dude, it's solid. Like, it's a good story, good pace. You get so many different environments because the thing about Star Wars is there's so many different fucking planets that you don't get to explore, but you hear about from the movies. Because they're always in goddamn Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. They're always in the fucking. We're always in goddamn Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. When they. I hate the sand. It's coarse. It's everywhere. Go back. It was was the end of the rage. Nine movies. There's there for three of them. (laughs) No. There's more than that. Yeah, they tie back to it again. So Jesus. So again, I love the fact that it is so diverse now. You're exploring more planets. You're exploring Coruscant. You're exploring where Cassian came from. Like his his tribe was like. Uh, what, what would you call them? They're like jungle people. Yeah, like, like that. They they weren't even like civilized. They were like spears. Like Tassar. Yeah. Well, not only that, but they're all kids. So I want to say what it was was it's pretty much all they were left behind because that planet was supposed to be like oh, it's children of the flies. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, so because of shit like that, I give it a solid eight. Like you need to watch it. You need to enjoy it. It's not fast paced. It has its fast paced moments where like everybody's getting shot and dead and shit. One thing I always like about Star Wars that I gave it credit for, one-shot kills. Like, goddamn. It doesn't matter how much armor you have. It doesn't matter how much armor you have. Unless you're Mandalorian. It doesn't matter where it shot you at. Like, unless you're in Mandalorian armor. Unless you have a best card. Unless you have best card armor. Like, it doesn't matter what armor you have. Like, low-key, I was so happy when they killed uh, Homegirl's uh, new boyfriend that ratted out Cassian. Oh, yeah, I'm not there yet, but okay. It's all right. Episodes three or four. Ah, you're like right there, my bad. Anyway, I was happy when I saw that. I'm like, he get shot? Did it hit him? Did it hit him? Good, he's dead. 
<laughs> also, the only person that have a normal name, Tim. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit was funny, too. I was like, is that an acronym for something? Like, you know, you just know in Star Wars, they're like, his name's Tim. But that's a weird-ass fucking name. He ain't gonna last. He ain't gonna last. <laughs> We're gonna make it spacey by adding another M. T-I-M-M. I mean, dude, Luke is also technically a boring name. But... It really is. Uh, that's true, too. Alright, but yeah. All right. No, so I give it an 8. Everybody's gotta watch it. Enjoy it. It is a prequel, so you know... Andor's Cassian's gonna make it through, but everybody around him. Mm. So, so is Star Wars better in a TV series format? It really is. So, based on I, what I, we, yeah, I was gonna say, what you've been saying, what Joe's been saying, what the public has been saying, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, if you think about it, Rogue One and Solo, most of the fucking actual like movies, yeah, they would have been so much better as a TV series, yeah, because you get the build up, you get the storytelling, you get everything. You give me a movie, you're trying to force everything in like an hour. Not only that, but you get the best character development this way too. This is true. Yeah. I mean, if we would have had a TV series for the prequel series, and we got to see um, Christian Hadison literally become Darth Vader. We get to see that slow build where we see the hate, the anger grow inside of him. And instead, where did we get that? We got that on the Star Wars Clone Wars. And yeah. it was an amazing it animated is. series. Yeah. Why? Because you slowly yeah, saw him turn to the dark side. So, which yeah. is what made that good. But we saw the anger build in him. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what scares me about them announcing another Star Wars movie. It's like, as soon as I saw, like, oh, director for Star Wars, I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> You're already it's clenching like, no. those cheeks out. Yeah, I'm just like, not again. No. It's like, no, not like this. <laughs> yeah. It's like when Han Solo is being tortured. It's like, oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> so that look in your eyes, man. I'm just I know who hurt you. Yeah. Like, oh, Lucas Phelps and George Lucas. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you know oh. what we need? Oh. We need. They, have they brought that uh, torture instrument back in at all? For any no, they have not. They okay. They need to bring that back. Dude, it's scene. being built. Yeah, it's like, being built by his slave right now. So don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> That'd be a great throwback. Dude, you know what's freaking crazy? And uh, spoiler alert, but there's a prison they go in, right? They walk barefoot. Why? Because the floor is made out of some special material that they turn a switch, you're dead. Fuck. You're dead. No, no, no. They can either shock you, and at night when you're supposed to be in your bunk, if you get onto the floor to try to escape, it's going like, to so, send so much electrical volts into your, into your body that it's going to kill you for the heart attack. Huh. It's like the floor is lava. It pretty much is. But the best part is... The guards wear these ugly ass orange, random ass like Jordan looking shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. But I saw where they were trying to go, and I looked at the shoes the right way. They came out to see him like, "What the fuck's up with those kicks?" You know what they remind me of? What? You ever seen the movie Face Off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage? Yes. Remember when he goes to the prison? He they had to wear those magnetic boots. Yes. Same thing. That's totally. They stole the concept from that. Dude, talking Targers. talking about weird shoes and stuff. Did you guys hear how like Kanye West had to be escorted out of uh, Skechers? Well, that's what happens when you arrive uninvited, thinking you got that much swagger, bro. You just like, I just imagine like the guy from Skechers going to work. He's like, "What the fuck? It's Kanye West. What are you doing?" Well, no, the funny thing is, like Kanye went from I have a I have a contract with Adidas. They make all my Yeezy shoes. I lost a contract because I made some stupid ass things. I'm gonna go to the place my ex-wife had a contract with. Is that really where she had a contract with Skechers? The Kardashians had the Skechers thing for those fucking stupid ass like, oh, booty shit, shoes. Oh shit, no way. Yeah. I did not know that. Those booty pump shoes, whatever it is, that, oh, that's where she God. had them at. Okay, that explains why he went that way. But yeah. anyway, I refuse to give Kanye right, yeah, any yeah, more time yeah, on yeah, our yeah. podcast. I'm sorry. All right, Let's all move right, on yeah, to yeah. our next subject and probably the best subject of the episode, which is Black Adam. 
Oh yeah. So wow. So that was, oh yeah. We talked about this. Why you had this surprise? So yeah. I was so excited about Andor. I forgot. Yeah, I, I, know, like, right? I was like, yeah, dude. It's Andor, like, two episodes of Andor, but you forgot you watched the Black Adam film. Ah, uh, well, that should tell you how I feel about the Black Adam. Film. Wow. <laughs> Save that for the, after we get to that grading portion. But anyway, DC coming in strong with Black Adam using The Rock as their well, main no, no. actor. According to you, coming strong. So apparently does not think that. Apparently. I mean, technically, box office-wise. Yeah. It's box office-wise strong. Uh, I'll try to pull up the quote about The Rock and what he says he is. But has this has been, like, what, the most successful DC movie since... I think ever? Justice League did better. Hmm. But also because they had a hype behind, like, oh, we're going to have everyone come together. Yeah, yeah. True. Um, so, yeah, uh, watch this movie. What did you guys think here? Um, personally, I enjoyed it, but... It wasn't great. It's another DC movie. Yeah, exactly how I feel. It was better than what they've been putting out. I will give them that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed The Rock's performance, although it's very stoic. It was very I, monotone. Yes. He had one level. That's exactly what I felt about his performance. Okay, so let me stop you guys right there. What do you know about the Black Adam character in general? Do you know him as funny, talkative, I, or isn't he cocky? of that nature? Isn't he supposed to be cocky? Not very cocky. Are you sure? No, he's very. He's, the Rock played him perfectly. Like, the Rock is how played he is. him justice according to his character. Hmm. That's why when you were like, he's very stuck. I'm like, that's kind of how Black Adam is. Yeah. Black Adam is from a different timeline. So when they bring him into the comics or any when he fought against Superman and all that shit, it is the same exact level of stoic. Like, but again, in the comics, he's also not a hero. He is a villain. Yeah, I know he's a. He, he's like villain, a yeah. wannabe dictator, like yeah. all day, every day. Like the Rock portrayed him very well. He was not meant to go above. Stoic slash I could be your dictator if I wanted to type of shit. So they the rock portrayed him well, but if you're gonna portray him as an anti-hero, I would like to see more emotion from him. Yes, I would like to see a little bit more range. Well, it I could agree. get there. This is the this is the foundation of who Black Adam is. Like no, I get they can't the foundation. jump to that in the first film. Again, it is foundation, but show some character development. He did. He got a cape in the end. <laughs> he, he had, had a cape. Yeah, he had a cape at the beginning. He, he had, had a, cape? a cloak in the beginning. Oh lord! If you go back and look, he had a cloak in the beginning. Because no, no, no. no. The difference back. is he had one had a hood, one didn't. Can we talk about how this movie was trying to do a bunch of things at once? Sure, I know you love it. How was that a uh, justice society of what? What's it called? J uh, the J uh, JSA. Yeah, the society of America. So you have the JSA. You have the whole thing with the whatever gang. What are they called? Oh, I forget their name. Yeah, like. What was the point of the speeder bikes? Just to show what they were using the mineral that they were. What mining was the mineral for? that they were mining? Eternium. Eternium. So they have Eternium weapons, but they only use one rocket once. No, no, they use it a couple more times, yeah. but they didn't use it very well. Yeah, they were just like shoot everything, and yeah. then homeboy before he dies, fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one thing that takes him out, right? The one thing that does damage, but then he still heals it by lightning. Yeah, well, he he's cauterized the room, the wounds. Oh okay. yeah, so he, so he healed on his own. But I thought the whole thing with that that gang was kind of pointless. Uh, like the speeder bikes, like they didn't really do anything except for the chasing. Like I, and then it's like it's also like a rebellion movie, like with the people trying to rise up against uh, against intergang. That's I mean, the name I of the guess. gang. Inter-gang. Was the intergang in charge of inter-gang their gang or intergate? No, but intergang. That's the name of the game. Yeah. That is the laziest name I've ever heard. It's Intergalactic Gang, Okay, Joe. but like, were they in charge of what was the land? Uh... No, they weren't in charge. They overtook the land. It's kind of what, what, it's basically what would happen to Wakanda if they didn't protect themselves. Right. Exactly what would yeah, happen. But it's... Some gang would go over, 
overthrow the whole society and, get and start taking all that vibranium. That's what DC did. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it, it seemed kind of all over the place for me. Um, some of the side characters I didn't really care for. Like who? I hated the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, waiting for it. I was like, this really hated the motherfucking kid. Of course I did. Jesus, I hated dude. the kid and I hated the Rock's girlfriend. Um, I just didn't really care for them. Rock's girlfriend? Uh, well, The doctor. The, the doctor. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. Uh, the only character I liked from that side thing. The brother? Was the brother. <laughs> the bad guy? Oh my yeah. god. He was the best part. Other than that, it should have just been a JSA movie, but nobody would have watched that. So, uh, because <laughs> well, nobody knows who the JSA are. Uh, but Hawkman, like that design was fucking sick. It was great. I liked his costume. His Sorry, effects. JLS, Justice League Society. No, no, Justice Society, Justice Society of America. Yeah, really? JSA. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Joe got something wrong. Uh, for well, us. no, because they're really intergalactic. That's are not like uh, global. That's why yeah. I thought it was like that. No. no. Yeah, they were no, just no, no. they were just Society of America, Joe. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, just like America, fucking like I'm gonna control the entire world. Yeah, well, which they well, brought up. They which did they bring that up. up. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you're just here to liberate us because why? We have something yeah, you want." And, and I was like, "I, I felt like that was a little too America on the nose. With oil? <laughs> I that was, yeah, yeah, basically. I was like, Damn, I thought that was a little too on the nose. I was like, okay. "Oh, okay, all right, go on, all right, we're an empire." Well, no, <laughs> it wasn't even that. It's like, "Oh, you have a nuke now. We gotta stop this." Yeah, you can't have nukes. We're the only ones without nukes. Although I will say, the guy who played Hawk, uh, Hawkman. Yes. He did an amazing No, movie. that's what I was going to say. JSA was like probably my favorite aspect of this movie. Adam Smasher was great. Cyclone, I loved her. Cyclone's cool. Uh, I wish I would have got a little more time with them. Dr. But... Fate, I mean... Dude, Pierce Brosnan Dr. Fate was great. I, yeah. I legit wished he that he lived. I, look, I... I li- oh, okay, so God. here's... A, here's This is me getting into my tinfoil hat. Oh, you stuff. have a tinfoil hat? I believe that this was originally a JSA movie until The Rock decided he was going to play ball with DC. And they're like... Well, I guess we have to make a Black Adam movie now. Hey, we have this JSA movie in the works. Why don't we just throw him in there? So, I okay, I could agree with that, but if you look at the articles that were going around, The Rock has been trying to play Black Adam I know, since like 2005. I know, but when did 15 they, years. Yeah, but like, 15 years, but like when did they finally decide to play ball? Like DC and... Uh, when the time was right and well, they finally no, had they've somebody been trying to, to make it work, it. but they kept losing issues one they try to put into the universe and the universe kept collapsing on itself yeah. yeah and that kept falling apart on top of that the rock would try to do this and then when they finally get something going he had like 20 other projects yeah i mean and look to the to dwayne johnson's like credibility he's a workhorse he is totally a yeah. franchise viagra because he helped fast and furious get more relevant again yeah because it started losing its fizzle after paul walker so paul walker much, died so much so that it, they actually gave him his own series within the series yes i mean that's oh, right I dude about this that. guy has a series based on his life <laughs> and i was like i know hell? that's right like, i was like <laughs> i didn't even know that was a thing until i watched the movie and they put a commercial for it i was like oh what yeah and i was like damn how much little like, rocker what's it called <laughs> yeah <laughs> so little rock i knew you were gonna say a pebble but like dude you, you have to give it up to dwayne johnson he's like god dude like he just works he just does work yeah he's he's, he's definitely just, yeah. work, man. literally like, the guy wakes up at four in the morning Works out for three hours, then goes into meetings for all the movies he's doing, or goes into work on the movie. Yeah, and then like he, at the end of the night, he works out for another two hours. Fuck, dude. Like the dude is re- like, I mean, no shade, but like, just give this dude all the stories he wants. Yeah, honestly, like I don't have a problem with the Rock getting this role as Black Adam. I don't have a, pro- a problem with the Rock getting paid as much as he pay the man he literally revived the dc universe uh, like i think honestly because of the, how well this movie was 
DC decided to stick with the DCEU. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the D- they renamed but, it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. I don't. It's still the DCEU to me. Yeah. I don't care. But you're you're absolutely right. Um, this is the only reason. Um, I think you're right. It had this not. Had they not gotten The Rock for this? Or, I don't, I don't yeah. think you would have had that. Because I'm not going to say. Because I'm not going to say had this movie flop because it's got The Rock and that's impossible. Um, but had we not gotten The Rock for this. Like yeah, any other actor probably would have fell short no matter what. Yeah, I mean Black Adam is a pretty big deal in the DC universe because he's the only one that could go toe to toe with Superman because Superman is the all time like he could be the end of anybody except his only weakness is magic yeah. and, and that's where Black and Black Adam freaking is cap- magic. Is yeah. magic. So yeah. like and uh, after I think they Captain Marvel like they're yeah. the only two who probably could go toe to toe because of the magical aspect and yeah. Homeboy has like everything that Superman has. So it was cool in this movie. For them to portray how indestructible he really was, yeah. they did a really good like. I did him justice in that. I was not a fan of some of the slow mo. Like, oh my right? god, thank you so. I, I thought they, it was the only one. Yeah, that they, was I a they one thing. It. And I, I like how you know how dark it got with yeah, him yeah. killing some of these people. Oh my god, right? I like that. I just wish they would stop bringing up the fact that he kills people. Hey, yeah. you know, heroes don't kill. Okay, well I do. They yes. said it fucking forty no, times. It, it, no, they said it, it multiple times yeah, yeah. where it's like. We get it. He's edgy. We know. <laughs> let's move past that. We get he's not a hero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's move past that. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Um, some of the music choices when they were started playing like... Uh, oh, man. Okay, go on. We want to hear what your artists were, we're like It was like old school yes. uh, ACDC. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was the music they kept trying to use. And it, it, was that me, the one with the Reaper? Uh, don't no, fear the reaper. No, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. No, those scenes kind of fell flat for me. It kind of got me out of the mood. And they that's were what trying I felt to do too. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, totally were. And that's, that's exactly. What, yeah, that's that and I'm, Thor. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to do like that, and I did not appreciate like, that. They overused the slow motion, in my opinion. Yes. Too, so I'm glad you yes. said it too. The first time they did it, they were just trying to show how fast this fool is. Which like, I get that. Yeah, dude. I okay. Nobody knows Black yeah. Adam like that. So yeah, definitely show off how fast he could be. And there, you did it. That's it. Exactly. Don't do it. Four more times, and though you need it in the beginning, and you need it one more time when he catches the bullet, catches the yeah. bullet, and then also to show a uh, cyclone's power of uh, like her whipping up the wind, but that she's still in control, and, like it's still bullshit, even yeah. though she's like spinning super. Okay, fast. yeah, her that like, was yeah, cool. That's like, cool. Yeah. Okay, do yeah. it for her. Well, again, you don't need it for the entire ten second moment. You can no, do no, it no. for like five yeah. seconds, two seconds maybe. Yeah, and then you speed it back up. Yep. Yep. Agreed. So, uh, so I just like again, they should not have used those old school rock. I was like, oh god, this is like dad rock music, but uh, they should just have stuck to the OC, like the original content, like the original music. Um, On top of that, I honestly this made me like think about other movies within the DCEU, and the one thing that kind of made me upset about was Shazam. What? Well, why did that make you upset? They miscast Shazam. I. Who do you hold on? Hold on. Hold on. So hold your tongue. Who do you feel should have been Shazam? Oh yeah. Who Go, Joe. Yeah. John Cena. Nope. No. Nope. Thank no. you, so. Nope. No. 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 We're done. The dude is actually no, funny. No, you can't. You can't. No. Why not? I, you I, know, you I know don't want to see John Cena. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? The dude fills you in the costume what? better than Zachary Levi because Zachary Levi is scrawny. And even when he's like, built and ripped and like actually working out, he still isn't big like Shazam. The John hair, Cena? though. The hair. Yeah. Dude, John Cena wears a wig now. That's cool. He's balding right yeah, here. No, he has a bald spot. I, I don't care. I love... Look. I love John Cena. Nothing against John Cena. He's great. He's actually really grown into his own as an actor. I yeah. love him. I think he's better as Peacemaker. Um, oh, no, he's great as Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I when I, they I, first... Because this came out before. This, he, the Shazam came out before all that happened. 
I always thought John Cena Shazam looks more the part, and he can pull the comedic stuff off for Shazam he as a character. He can pull off the comedic part, though. He's right about that. I get you, Joe. I disagree. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, so, and again, I love John Cena. I think he's a great actor. I just don't see him personally. I, I agree with you, so I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, I, don't, I, I like. I, I, I can see where you're trying to yeah. come from, and I can see what you're seeing. But I actually like Shazam. I like I, I like Zachary Levi yeah, yeah. as Shazam because at the end of the day, I've never seen uh, John Cena as a kid. Like I, I can't see him portraying a kid. You know what I mean? Like Zachary Levi does really good at as playing that man child. Is what is Shazam is supposed yeah. to be? So Zachary Levi like kills that part of the whole Shazam like persona. I can't see that with John Cena, and I've seen him in Peacemaker. Loved him in yeah. Peacemaker. Like he legit plays that role perfectly. And I looked it up. Zachary Levi did beat out John Cena for Shazam. No so, way! I'm just saying. <laughs> That's amazing! Like, I had to look that up. You know, I was like, who else was considered? And John Cena was considered. So, again... Although, John- not going to lie, seeing uh, The Rock as Black Adam going up against... John Cena Shazam. Cena, yeah, would have been, cool. okay, been, cool. been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. That was also the yeah. reason why it made me think Yeah, that. I was thinking about that when you were saying it. Of course, but I was like, yeah, like back into yeah. your WWE days, or yeah. WWF, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, wait. Were they WWE? WWE now? Is WWE... No, no, but when did John Cena come in? He was WWE. WWE. Okay, so Rock, WWF, WWE. Okay, go on. Yeah. Well, the Rock, he's coming back even nowadays. Like, he still goes and like, has random matches with uh, WWE. Very rarely, very rarely. Nowadays, but, yeah. but he was, like, more often before yeah. when he yeah. was, like, still acting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but... We, yeah. to, so, again, I like yeah. who they got. I, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. like, yeah, John Cena was a close second, apparently. Um, and it, I can't wait for Black Adam to fight Zachary Levi. Like, let's go. We'll see. I personally... That's what they do it, though. Yeah, because they, they actually said they didn't want to. They'd rather have him go up against Superman, which it looks like they're building. They could do that too. Oh damn! Spoiler alert! Come on. I know, right? The Rock spoiled it before the movie came out. He really did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. So, so go on. So uh, throughout the whole movie, I thought it was a uh, good paced. It wasn't too slow. You're right. They had their slow dialogue moments where they were trying to explain their plan, trying to explain the repercussions, trying to explain what they were gonna do with uh, Black Adam once they got him. Like we're gonna go put him away. Thanks to that one chick. Amanda Waller. Amanda yeah, Waller's I, I character. I felt like that part kind of dragged a little bit. It did. But it also was funny because the whole time Dr. Fate is like seeing a future that he's trying to change. Well, he doesn't say he's trying to change yeah. it until he's actually trying to change it. And then it's like, oh, we they just locked Black Adam away and the future didn't change. And at that moment, I was like, oh my God, are they going to bring him back? And they fucking But see, that's back. what I'm saying. It's like... Personally, I don't think that they should have locked him up to begin with to get to where the part where like, oh, everything's still fucked up, you know? Because like you get you that whole scene of him like going to the prison and all that stuff. It's a good it just good, ate time. Yeah, exactly. It ate a it lot did. of time. Um, on top of that, I'm like, I don't ever remember even in the comics Amanda Waller working with any of the Justice League, even like the League Society, whatever. Yeah. I don't remember her ever working with them. And comics or where. Comics or even in the comics I read, or even in the movies, and also the time of like it, it, it seemed pretty weird to me at first when I first thought about it because like Batman assembles the Justice League, but he's never heard of Hawkman or Doctor Fate. I mean, it is the same universe. Maybe this is taking place after all that. Maybe they're new heroes. I don't no, know. So so well, Doctor Fate definitely has been around for a while. Yeah. So that's the th- exactly right, and so is Hawkman because they know each other. So. The only way that this works, at least for me, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, 
Um, Hawkman is, can it can live a long time if um, he re, he doesn't live a long time. He re, uh, reincarnates. Reincarnates. So my Wait, guess, Hawkman. Okay, go ahead. And so my guess is that Hawkman and Doctor Fate know each other from previous a long lives. no like maybe or just a really really long time ago before any of the Batman stuff happens. But that still doesn't. It is also not taking the fact that the JS JLA and the JSA. Are, well, even the J- Justice League wasn't officially Justice League. They just came yeah. together and they called the movie Justice League. They didn't actually ever reference themselves as the Justice League. Yeah. Well, I mean, for I mean, this is almost like because Amanda Waller got them together to like, yeah, to do but this. they are they, together. Uh, Hawkman and Doctor Fate. She, she contacted them together. together. She just she contacted to Hawkman. Hawkman and he pulled everyone together. Yeah, he True. pulled who he thought because yeah. that was the whole conversation. Yeah. Was like Hawkman, we need to take care of this. Who do you got? He's like, all right, I got. Adam Smasher, yeah. I got Cyclone, then, I got like, How did he Fate. put this team together and Batman could... Well, well, Batman, how did Batman not ever heard of these people? Yeah, like that's that. that's the biggest thing. Wait, like, how did Batman... Why, never how heard of Doctor Fate. Forget the other three. Doctor Fate, Fate alone. Yeah. Against Doomsday. That would have been... An or to fight Superman. Like, you know, he wanted to stop Superman. Well, I think we just got our answer. He died fighting Black Adam in the beginning and that's why he wasn't around for the other fights. Well, no. No, this, this takes place place after all after. that. Yeah. That kid has posters and toys of all these superheroes. Yeah. He has like a JLA yeah. poster. This movie, Black Adam, takes place after Justice League. So I think Doctor Fate just made it that he wasn't he didn't want to be a part of anything. No, but well, Batman didn't even like make reference to him or know about him, which again, world's he, greatest. He was like when he was trying to like find Wonder Woman and stuff like that. He went to like great lengths. He to, like he had Google. Yeah, he had Google. <laughs> oh, Jesus! But he went to great lengths to find these people. He got a Wi-Fi password. Yeah, and then like he couldn't. He didn't know about Doctor Fate or Hawkeye. he didn't. How did he not know about the JSA? Yeah, exactly. What? Well, oh shit! Well, I think we just saw the origins to the JSA. No, no. they've been established because again, Doctor Fate was like, "Oh, hey, Hawkman, I haven't seen you in they've a long time." They've known each other, yeah. and the JSA has been a, an established yes. entity. Okay. And Amanda Waller knew about them, so you're telling me Batman didn't know about them? He knew Amanda Waller. Exactly. Hmm. He paid her and bribed her to get information on all the other heroes that he brought in. It's okay. like, it just... So, the continuity is just broken, but this is totally the case. It's in the, over it, here like, yeah, I was going to say, it, it, come yeah, exactly. So it, it is Superman. in the same universe, because oh, yeah, yeah. that's what they said. But damn, They've shown it. Like, yeah, and the yeah. kid had toys of Batman, Superman, yeah. uh, Wonder Woman. He had posters of Aquaman. He had posters of... The, it's his just, whole room he, was covered in it. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't... It just, his room, like, if Disney owned the WB, it had toys <laughs> of, of everywhere. So that's what I'm saying. The timing is just really weird. I, I, I That was, like, a thing that kind of bothered, bothered me. It's like, like you said, like, why wouldn't he know about these? Like, it's an established entity. Exactly. And Batman the World's Great Detective found out about... He knew about not only who Superman was as Clark Kent. Yep. He knew his background. He knew who he came from. He knew about Wonder Woman. Yeah, he knew her history. Like he knew that she came from World War Two. He knew about all that. He knew probably knew about the fight with Ares. <laughs> he knew about Aquaman. He has photos underwater. He knew where to find him when he goes to land. Yeah, and you're telling me he couldn't find Doctor Fate, who probably would have been the most useful thing to have if you're gonna fight Superman, or Darkseid, or Doomsday. Yeah, oh. any of these entities, anybody, like just. To me, it just DC has always Sloppy. had issues with continuity. Yeah. Wait, you're right, and we come back to that whole where they were okay with making different heroes that aren't necessarily in the same universe, but now it all has to be in the same universe. Uh, Again, it comes down to the whole like we have a grand plan, but 
is fragmented and we're going to try yeah. to just, we're going to force these pieces together. Yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing. Um, that explains why I was so lost about everything you guys were just saying. Because I was trying to do some type of research to say who came first, Justice Society or JLA. It says Justice Society came first before JLA. But the way the movie portrays it, they're trying to portray just as society came after JLA. Well, technically, or, no. Uh, the JLA hasn't even been established according to the movie because yes. otherwise, yeah. Waller and just as society, like I said, Doctor Fate and Hawkman have worked together previously. The only newcomers are Cyclone uh, Adam and Adam Smasher. Yeah, exactly. But now, also, Amanda Waller has Superman on speed dial. That was I hilarious. hated that part. So that was hilarious, and I I like the go. scene. I go. like. I mean, obviously, I you know it was good to see Henry Cavill. Spoilers, right? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers brought to you by The Rock. Yeah. So so basically, Superman shows up at the end, and I'm so glad. Right? It was really nice to see him, but I did not like the way it led up to it. You don't like what? Amanda Waller having Superman on speed dial? Are you kidding not, me? Not on speed dial, but also on a leash where she can tell yeah. where to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, Waller, credit to Waller's character, she just knows how to play to the people's I uh, feel interest. like you could have done that without Look, Amanda Waller. Who else would have done it then? No, no, no. Just Superman, Superman, just showing up. But see, how would Superman even know that there's he something? He can hear things across the world. Yeah, bro. He can hear everything. Okay. X-ray and vision. Every it's single... in the news. Yeah, like, it's like... He's a reporter. He's going to know that war is going on in the and, other uh, I think out of all the Superman movies, TV shows I've watched of that film, that film never travels outside the United States. I mean, yeah, he does. Well, in his... In the Superman movie, he goes to Afghanistan and saves Lois Lane. Yeah, well, I mean, Lois Lane was there. It was Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't but know. But all I'm saying is you don't need to have Amanda Waller with a shitty-ass speech or like, you leave me no choice in. And blah blah blah. I'm gonna send like, my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, my guy, can you not? <laughs> I got a person not of this world. It's like we get it. I know it's, but like, you could have just done that scene without Amanda Waller. You definitely could have. I just don't know who else would have done. No, it. He just, he just shows, shows up. up. <laughs> but you just like, calm down, Joe, Black Adam. Me and Joe just yelling at Brian. You guys can see it. It's like, <laughs> just like, I was over here eating my lifesavers, and you guys are attacking me. Okay, look, I get what you guys are saying. So here's my hole in your theory. If they would have played Superman the game the way you guys wanted him to play, he would have came in when all the explosions were happening, when everything was going down, you and he didn't show uh, up. You don't, How you did can. he show up? He showed up at the end when everything is calm and over with. Can oh, I, here's can I explain to you? Go. Okay. He is a reporter huh? in real life. And all yes. of this happens relatively fast, mind you. It's taking place in like three days. Yeah. But again, Superman had three days to go and he didn't hear it. Wait, wait, wait. Go on. He's a reporter. He knows the JSA is there because when they get there, they literally say, the JSA is here to help you and re- save you yeah. from this tyrant. So like for him, it's like the JSA's got this. Okay, so he hears what's he going on. He knows other heroes yeah. are taking care of him. And then he, he shows up when he realizes how strong Black Adam is. Because who told him? He's, he's a, a reporter. Yeah, he's a reporter. <laughs> the JSA leaves and they leave him there in power. Uh-huh. He would have been like, yo, this is sus. Let me check it out. <laughs> he, literally, he could have done the thing that Batman should have done, which is going to give him the speech that Batman gives Superman in The yeah. Dark Knight Returns. What speech is that? Well, just like tell him, like, hey, just a nut check, you know? Just a nut check. A nut check. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening in the next movie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just going to do this real quick. <laughs> just like check him. Yeah, no, it's like, you just check him. You just check him. That's all. You just okay, check. So you guys are saying... 
Uh, Superman should have gone and checked on Black Adam due to his Clark Kent persona of reporting. Clark Kent is Superman persona. He doesn't need to have Amanda Waller be like, "Hey, Superman, there's a bad man over here. Can you take care of it for me, please?" Yeah, like Amanda pretty, Waller. Pretty please. Amanda Waller would never reach out to Superman like that. Superman would want not reports of Amanda Waller. Yeah, personally, yeah, he would have been like, "I know what you do. No, thank you." You're a bitch. Why would I want yeah, to talk like, to you? Yeah. Well, how'd you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on the do not call list. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, it just, I didn't like that part of it. It kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a stickler for uh, Continuity? Like yeah. 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 You yeah. and Joe. I mean, we're not, we're not going to get that in DC anytime soon. Character traits? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean... Overall, oh, I, what was, uh, like, the whole part where, like, the undead are walking the streets and stuff like that. Oh, well, because Homeboy got yeah. his power. I was going to say, so the villain, like, wasn't a big fan of the villain. Well, the villain was kind of like the dark side thing where it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, they build up the gang, they build up all the stuff, and then they don't do a good job of building up what the crown gives. Yeah, yeah. They don't do a great job of that, explaining what happens. Like, oh, it makes them immortal. You think Dr. Fate would have mentioned that, right? <laughs> He knew about the crown. <laughs> or even just show us a demon attacking yeah. as opposed to just showing a Hawkman dying. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it could have been done well, way better. Yeah, it, that last part was probably kind of weak for me, personally. It felt like they left out a lot of information that we could have used, and I felt like it was cut out in editing. Because, I mean, i, I got to imagine they were going to explain some of the stuff, but, yeah. well, we got to put the scene here that... We don't really need this kid hiding in a shaft. Yeah. Calling his mom. Like, that took, like, five minutes yeah. of him, like, Mom, they're all here in the building. I'm hiding, but I'm going to leave right now for my <laughs> safe place because they're searching everywhere but here. Yeah, it's like, there's some weak moments for sure. Um, personally, I thought this movie was kind of... Okay, so you know how we were talking about um, She-Hulk and how everyone was watching it to see Daredevil? Like, I feel like they she-hulked us with this movie because we watched it so we could see Superman at the end. I think that's why The Rock kind of gave away the spoiler because he <laughs> wanted to make sure people were going to come see it. Yeah, it's true. It's well, like, not only that, because he didn't announce who Superman was. He said Superman's going to show up. Yeah. So we didn't know when Henry Cavill was coming back. So we're like, are they recasting? Is it the same universe? Is it going to be Henry Cavill? No one knew. So they kind of did with Shazam did because at the end of Shazam, Superman comes through, but they don't show who his You're face right. was. They did the same thing. They did the same thing to Shazam. Oh, Superman's going to make a cameo. What? Everybody watches Shazam. He comes and sits down at a fucking lunch table, but you don't see yeah, his face. because at the time now he was, yeah, he the was time. not around. Yeah, by now, the way, I don't know if you guys know, but they literally signed a specific contract for his cameo in Shazam. Ah, uh, sorry, uh, Black Adam. Really? Yeah. It wasn't originally, like, even as they were, like, getting ready to film and stuff like that, they weren't sure they were going to actually be able to use Henry Cavill. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought that was a fun yeah. little thing, like from guys, Shazam to Black Adam, no face in Shazam, full yeah. on. That's all because of the new mergers and everything. Yeah. I feel like they had to like sell Henry Cavill on it by telling him like, hey, the guy who was in charge, he's leaving. Yeah. We're gonna bring in James Gunn. Like he probably knew about all the stuff beforehand. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But he's because I mean, they had to like sell this guy on like, hey, we want you back, please. We need you. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they did bring him back. I don't know if I wanted to see a whole Black Adam movie just to see that, but... Personally, because honestly, if it wasn't for that cameo, I don't know if I would have watched it. You need to go watch some animated Superman films, bro. Oh, I've watched all of them. They're yeah? great, yeah. So you saw Superman. the one where Black Adam and Superman fight? Yeah, but, uh, like, this movie was uh, very... 
if it wasn't it was for lackluster. The, yeah, if it wasn't for the JSA, this would be even lower. <laughs> All right, then. So now, since you brought up the rating and the lower, what would you give this movie? So uh, I would give this like a seven. Solid. It's right. it's not a terrible movie. Um, just kind of mad. Very mid. Okay. Very mid. I'm right there with you. I honestly think it's a very like a very mid C level movie. Yes. It's not great. It had great moments, but yes. it has a lot of flaws. Agreed. Yeah. It is a poorly written paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's it's enough to get all the parts right to pass, <laughs> um, but nothing great. Nothing to make it stand out yeah. to make me being like, they should do another. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't know if there should be another Black Adam. I mean, maybe incorporate The Rock into other movies. I don't think I would want to see another Black Adam movie. All right. So, what was it? Seven. Seven. Oh, shit, I'm going eight with y'all. I'd go tell my friends to watch this movie because it's a good movie overall. You guys, it's a movie. you guys it's a know, decent movie. You guys know too much about the DC universe. And you guys are over here <laughs> to like, a detriment. Fucking poking all the holes in this film, and I'm just like, goddamn assholes. Like overall, this is a good movie. Like I would, I would tell my friends to go watch it because when I posted up that I did watch it, everybody was coming to me like, is it good? Would you watch it? I'm like, yeah, you guys should go watch it. Like, immediate my reaction was, go watch it because... I will that... say this. If you like the Fast and the Furious movies, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Wow. You take that for what no, it's No, you worth. don't. No cars were used in this movie. No, no, no but I'm saying, if you, if, you like, yeah, if you just like... If you just like, like, straight up, like, action... Action-packed and, films. Yeah. Superhero movies. Yeah, it's, it's definitely no Andor. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. It's it, not Andor, for like, sure. It was... It, the graphics are great. Yeah. The effects are great. Great. Sure. Characters, <laughs> characters were good in the film. Each yeah, like sure. they were trying to do too much, all, too many characters, yeah. but with zero character development, like it was rough to try to make you care about Cyclone, Adam Smasher, Doctor Fate, Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye, I think, was the only. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye and Doctor Fate had the only good character development because they were trying to establish that they worked together and yeah. stuff. Well, not only that, but Adam Smasher and Cyclone, they're not your main. Draw. They're yeah. literally there as support, yeah. and yeah. they're not even supporting characters. They're supporting supporting characters. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's so where... you're not supposed to have character development with them. You're supposed yeah. to have character development with the main three, which is The Rock, as Black Adam, Hawkman, and Doctor Fate. Yep. yep. Those and... are three main protagonists that you're supposed to actually care about. Yeah. The other two are supposed to be just be there to make sure no one important dies until they need to. Yeah. Exactly. So to my point, it's a good film. They know what they did. They make you focus on who they want you to focus on. And their sidekicks are their sidekicks. And overall, beginning to end, I didn't even fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you know, I'm actually going to touch base on something we said. If you don't know much about the DC Universe... You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's absolutely. what I'm saying. That's you're, you're, you're right, you are correct, Joe. Overall yeah, if, movie. If, yeah, because if you don't know anything about these characters, you are going to love Black Adam. If you're incompetent, yeah. you're yeah. going to enjoy it. <laughs> if you're not a nerd... Joe, don't alienate. I was going to say, if you're not as big of a nerd as we are, you'll enjoy the film. Yes. That's why I give it an 8, because I know my friends and the people <laughs> listening to this podcast... They're not going may to not always be the biggest fans. No, yeah, yeah. they're not. Nerds. They just want, yo, is it good? Would you watch it? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I would let. I would say if you're good, if you want to watch it, watch it. Yeah, you don't need to watch it in theaters. I definitely not. Uh, I disagree. I would not want to watch that movie on my TV. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I, I want to see it on the big screen. Like that one has so much action going on. It like, does have a lot. You of want to see all those explosions and all those fight <laughs> scenes on a big screen, like. This guy was Superman caliber. You're going to mean to tell me if they release another Superman movie, you want to see it on your TV versus a theater? I mean, I would want to see it on both. 
Okay, well then, I would like to see it on both. Oh, but oh okay. So also, I see what you did there. Uh. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, like, for me, when I want to go back to the theater to see this again. No, I would not. No, no, you see it once and you're done. Oh, so you're How many movies do you go see in a movie theater twice? Okay. I have done I've actually done that. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, Interstellar. Oh, it uh, always takes me back. I've only seen it on TV. That's not even a superhero movie. Get out of here, Joe. Uh, I've seen Captain America Winter Soldier in theaters at least three times. Okay. I saw Spider-Man Far From Home twice. Okay. I saw Spider-Man No Way Home in theaters twice. Nice. Um, I want to say I saw Iron Man t- the first one in theaters twice. And I think I want to say I saw the first Avengers at least three times in theaters. Oh, yeah. So how's Black Adam doing there, huh? So uh, hmm? point is, yeah, he uh, just named a bunch of action-packed films. Oh, and it proves my point. I don't it's think an action-packed I... film. You want to see it in theaters? Uh, okay. I'm saying, but yeah, saying knowing what I've seen, I wouldn't. I've seen it. It proves our point, Brian. Is what you meant to say? <laughs> Thinking back on it, I can watch it at home and not have seen it in theaters uh, and be happy. Okay. Same. Yeah. Same. There are people who would like to go see this kind of stuff in theaters. I get and that. I get that. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of got roped in. And that's the only reason I ended up watching this in theaters. Oh, that's right. He didn't watch it with us, huh? <laughs> no, no. I remember that now. Thanks for bringing that back up, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so what are you watching? Well, we made to get tickets to go see with you. I don't know. Who are you going with? I don't know. Where are you going to see it at? I don't know. <laughs> I well, think that was a mystery was so old that time. <laughs> that week was definitely so old. I don't like to mix my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mixing parts of a boot plate, you know? You don't do that. What the fuck? You Wait, don't... you let your food touch? Dude, I mix my mashed potatoes in my car every Thanksgiving. Well, this explains a lot. That really does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been told I'm OCD with food because I don't like my food to touch either. No, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I up. was the one that told you that. That was him. That was him. What the fuck? <laughs> when I saw it the first time, I was like, hey, Joe, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tailor touching my corn. <laughs> I had to fix it. You know, over here, like, yeah, you guys are going in. Got my fork and my knife just spreading apart. Just... He put the bread barrier. Touch. Bread barrier. <laughs> he built a wall. <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of what Trump said. <laughs> like, give him a wall. But said. when it comes to food, he wants that wall right, right down the middle. Separate, but equal. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the evil, even portions of that plate. You know yeah. that plate, that plate that's cut up in three. Uh, he got. The I corn. love those plates. I know he does. You know, plate. I love Joe. The one where they all touch. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. I had some tamales with beans the other day. With beans? Oh my god! You know what? Wait, beans? on the side or inside the tamale? Oh, they're like the tamales here. The beans are like oh, touching okay. it. I thought like, the tamale oh, had beans inside say, of it. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've no, never no. heard about tamale with beans inside. No, I was like, no, that's no. fucking no. weird. I was saying because this guy likes the plates like cut up. No, when you when you eat tamales with beans, you let it, you get that one plate that there's no borders, bro. Well, there it is, folks. Uh, that's how you eat your tamales and beans. <laughs> <laughs> tamales con frijoles. Oh, there okay. It is. All right, and with that, <laughs> that was a food time. <laughs> Damn, sorry, Joe. My bad. So maybe to get over there. This horrible segment has been brought to my mind. <laughs> hey, that uh, being said, Thanksgiving is next month. Okay. All right. So that was a very broken point of view. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think about tamales and frijoles. Uh, <laughs> How do you eat your tamales? <laughs> Drop it in the uh, comments. Where, social media. You guys know where to find us, Joe. Where can they find us? Instagram at Broken Point of View Pod. Uh, Facebook page, of course, Broken Point of View. 
and we are on Apple I, Apple Podcasts. I keep trying to say iTunes. <laughs> I am so all over the place with shit so right now. Old. We are all getting old. But Apple Podcasts for the podcast, also Spotify and Anchor. Uh, we're under Broken Point of View Pod. Please drop us a DM in our Instagram page if you want to be old school and just email us. Broken point of view. <laughs> we hell? have an email. We okay. have an email. We do. Oh. <laughs> right. We First do. Actually. I, heard. <laughs> I forgot about it. I actually use it when I set up the actual Instagram account and all that stuff. All right. So we have an email. So we have an email. But yeah, we have an email. Let me pull it up because I forgot what it was. Yeah, for for the people that are of age. Broken point of view at gmail.com. There it is, folks. Wow. Now we got to watch the email. Thanks a lot, Joe. I was good with just the social media. Well, no, it's on my phone, so it just comes. I get notification every time it comes up. All right. All right. Sounds good. So sign up for our newsletter. It just gave me pictures of tamales and frijoles. <laughs> you got pictures of our food in the newsletter. What did we eat this week? <laughs> so you know, sign up for that kind of content if you're into that. A food newsletter. Yeah, but please give us any suggestions on anything you want us to review: TV, movies, video game wise. We're more than happy to check anything out. Um, yeah, I think that covers everything. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a great night, day, morning, afternoon. Where are we at? <laughs> I got lost. If you're going to do the Truman Show thing, do it right. I don't even want to do the Truman thing because I don't even know what it is. This has been a broken production.